The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Game one of today's busy Premiership fixture card is over and it is St Johnston nil Rangers 2 the goals coming from Danilo and Rabi Matondo Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson and Gordon DL in the studio with me Andrew McLean the top team all around the grounds of course some big 3 o'clock kickoffs coming up a 3.15 kickoff in Dingwall as well because of the Livingston team bus breaking down that one will get underway as well though we will take a look back at the moment at that St Johnston Rangers game Rangers certainly dominant St Johnston not even with a shot on target on the day but is that enough to appease the Rangers supporters that were booing Michael Beale at first of all the end of the game at Ibrox against Celtic and then at half time Gabriel was telling us as well in, in this game um, It'll be interesting to hear from them It'll be interesting to hear the thoughts of the Rangers manager but we said it before kick-off uh, Andrew most important thing today especially with a little bit of pressure that Michael Beale's come under, uh, was to get the three points. He's achieved that. He can look at game time for one or two players. He can look at the impact of the substitutions. Seema, I thought, done particularly well when he came on. Matondo gets a goal. It puts the game to bed. They get a clean sheet. St Johnston not had a shot in target. So you can you can dress it up any way you want. You can dress that up into good positive stats. And they, they certainly are. But the overall picture, the game itself, I thought was very, very average indeed. Yeah. I think Michael Beale will enjoy the stats. We've seen this week when he comes out and he, he rained off a few stats. When you see the stats, over 70% possession today, a couple of goals, but he, uh, 20 he shots. talking about shots. 20 shots, 6 on, on target, target yeah. from Rangers, which tells you a lot of the time from the evidence of what we're seeing. Players aren't taking shots from good positions. So it's, it's all well and good saying that your team have had... You know, 21 yeah. more shots than anyone else in the league But you can shoot from anywhere of We course. saw Red Van Yilmaz shooting from 35, 40 yards That was yeah. going over the park and I was going to come on to that so necessarily the, mean better, does it? The stats, you know, tell you one side Often when a manager wants to point Or is in troubled times, he can point to stats But the naked eye doesn't lie And w- when you're watching it And the Rangers fans are watching it They're not seeing entertaining football it was effective today because they got over the line. So how can you argue with the three points? Of course. But I still think Rangers fans want to see more. Michael Beale point to the successes. But I think behind closed doors, how many staff will still be talking about how do we get us to a level that's where we want to be? Credit. Uh, credit entertain. Credit when it's due to be with. They've scored two good goals. Danilo's goal is a brave header and he paid the price for his bravery and is now in hospital. The second goal from Rabi Matondo uh, is first class. So the two goals are terrific. The three points were a must and they're in the kit bag going back down the road. Rangers remain, however, a difficult watch. They are not an entertaining side and six changes were made from the side who lost to Celtic for this game against St Johnston and it didn't enliven Rangers now they go on to Real Betis and the start of their second European campaign the first one having perished at the hands of PSV Eindhoven and taking Rangers to the Europa League they will need to play significantly better at Ibrox on Thursday than they did today or Real Betis will win at Ibrox 
Roger Hanna, where does the balance lie between looking at it as three points that Rangers wanted and needed and it maybe not being the performance that the supporters wanted? Yeah, it's not the, the performance the supporters wanted, but for Michael Beal, it was all about the result this afternoon. Anything short of a victory this afternoon, as the boys said at the top of the show, would have asked real questions and could have forced Michael Beal out the door. So, they go, they win at Perth, not fancy but it's job done it's now Betis on Thursday night I don't think Betis will be treated the same way I think people realise Betis are a, a decent La Liga team they're away to Barcelona tonight uh, Manuel Pellegrini has, has been there and done it all before and I think uh, you know Michael Beal might get a free hit at Betis in the eyes of Rangers fans on Thursday night but after that Motherwell at home in the league Livingston at home in a via play cup quarter final Aberdeen at home in the league those are the games that now Michael Beale will be assessed on and it is all about results but I think to get results particularly against Motherwell and Aberdeen he will need a far higher level of performance than his players produced at Perth today Fraser Wisher there was a lot of talk about pressure and the pressure that Michael Beale and his players were under from you know, externally, whether it was from the media or supporters, do you think this result and performance eases that at all? Well, I think any external pressure comes mainly from supporters at, at any football club. Andrew, they're the ones that uh, almost make the decision as soon as they start to put pressure on the board. The manager goes and uh, Michael Beale will, will know that. And I, I was actually watching the, the pre-match stuff at home before I came to Fir Park and Michael Beale's uh, pre-match press conference or interview with, with the Sky... He basically said it's just about the three points, you know, and when you're not playing well, it's difficult to put in the performance as well. But results can breed that bit of confidence in the team and in the future games perhaps get a better performance. But, you know, if you look at it from Michael Beale's point of view, he knows if he drops points today and if certainly if he'd lost, then I think his job was definitely on the line. So he's, he's maintained that status quo, I think, in the eyes of supporters. Those who, who think he should be given a chance will probably remain in that position. Those who think he should go won't have changed their minds, but uh, he's got those three points. He could have played well and battered the goalkeeper, and Mitov has a fantastic day, and they draw one each. That's no good to Michael Beale. Performance was not the important thing today. It was getting the three points, but that can't go on forever, uh, Andrew. You know, Rangers, as a, as a big club with a big budget, have to be playing better football. But today, for me, just to get the three points and trying to get a bit more confidence in a team that's not playing particularly well at the moment. Would you fully expect Michael Beale to focus on the good parts today? Because you wouldn't really expect that after the negativity that has surrounded the club over the past few weeks that you would want to come out and, and maybe mention too many negatives at this moment in time. Of course. I mean, football managers are like politicians sometimes. When things aren't going uh, the way they want them to be, they've got to point to what is good and give the fans things that they want to hear. So of course he'll highlight that there was two very good goals scored um, Some of the stuff that we pointed to With Daniel getting a goal Warrants playing 90 minutes Roof getting a good run on the side So all that he'll point to And the three points is the most important thing But again, I'll go back to it The naked eye doesn't lie The Rangers fans know what they're seeing And I think Fraser's right In terms of the status quo Those who are have still got question marks about Michael Beale don't know if they'll go away and think Oh well I was wrong from a couple of weeks ago I think they'll still have the same feelings uh, Tonight and I think They're right in having those concerns I think Thursday is a massive game for them Because if Betis go there And they win convincingly You've got 50,000 Rangers fans The first time after the Celtic game Giving their opinion on the night And those games after that are huge as he's well got to, He's got to come out with positives He's got to He's been under pressure since the Celtic game 
He's went up there He's got the three points He's looking for He's got a clean sheet He's got uh, Game time into some of His key players for Obviously uh, Big games coming up um, So yeah I think he will Come out with the positives If I was Michael Beale I would certainly be looking At the positives Rather than the negatives Looking forward to these games coming up as well. Five Premiership games to go today. We'll go back around the grounds next. Scottish football's lead leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. One game down in the Premiership and there are still five big matches to go. St Johnston nil, Rangers 2 was the full-time score at McDermott Park. But a lot of interesting ties coming up. At 3 o'clock And as I mentioned earlier 3.15 for Ross County Against Livingston Slight delay On that one As there was an issue With the Livingston team bus Getting up the road But that one Will be kicking off 15 minutes later Than the rest Let's go round the grounds Shall we To get a bit of a flavour Of things Before the games kick off At 3 o'clock Let's start off At Tynecastle Dave Galloway Hearts and Aberdeen Two teams That will be Looking to really You know Kick their season Into business Absolutely, Andrew. And this is a massive game for two misfiring sides. Hearts have suffered four successive defeats and they failed to score in three of them, but they see this match as one which could really spark a revival in their fortunes. Aberdeen's only win this season so far has been a 2-1 victory over uh, League One Stirling Albion and but for a disputed 100th minute penalty at St Mirren, they would have been on their own at one stage at the bottom of the Premiership. These pre-season favourites to battle for third place, they certainly have plenty to prove, you know, and they'd love to show that they are better than results suggest. You could say, many people have said, it's a must-win game for both teams, so something's got to give. Should be a very interesting afternoon. Yeah, let's hear from Stephen Naismith first and then Barry Robson. It will be much more of the same. I think it's more a paper thing than anything else. Internally, nothing changes. In terms of the buck stopping with me, I personally felt that when I was a player, when I was involved in the teams, when I've been a coach, and also when I took the team last season. So nothing really changes in that front as well. I'll work as hard as I can with the guys that that are part of the squad and part of the coaching team, the support staff, to, to try and bring success to, to the club. And that's probably been our motivation from, from the time we've took the team. We just want to go and perform as well as we can. We start looking at the table later on in the season. We, at the minute, we're trying to build and, and get as strong as we can be and um, stay in the fight as you like and um, have a strong season. It's a long season and we know that. Listen, we never got carried away once last season. You'll know that with me and I don't get carried away now. I know exactly where we need to be. I know exactly how we're going to get there and I know exactly how long it takes to get there. So we're all right and we're, um, we're just looking forward to another big game at a great venue. Yeah, it should be a good one at Tynecastle. Fraser Wisher is at Fur Park for Motherwell against St Mirren. Dave Galloway was just talking about Hearts and Aberdeen being the early season favourites to battle it out for third place. Well, Looks like Motherwell and St Mirren are taking their place in the early stages of this campaign, Fraser. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the big guns like Hearts and, uh, and Aberdeen, as you say, and Hibernian have sacked their manager as well. So uh, the big guns are not doing it. It's clubs like Motherwell and St Mirren that are making the challenge at the, at the top of the table and both unbeaten in the league so far. Motherwell second, St Mirren fourth. St Mirren in the quarter-final League Cup as well. They've beaten Motherwell a few weeks ago at, at, uh, at Paisley. Although I'm, I'm told by those a game Motherwell played really well. So I don't think there'll be much between the two teams today and sure Rick Kettlewell's got a 
a brilliant record as a manager. You think back to the tail end of last season when he took over. They were in real, real trouble, but he got them safe very early and got the job deservedly, and they've started this season so, so, so brilliantly. But I think for St Mirren, the, the key to, to today is having Mark O'Hara back. They've changed the formation slightly to a 3-4-3 with Kilty and McMenon supporting the main striker, Mikael Mandron. But O'Hara, with his driving runs and the goals he gets in midfield, he's also the skipper as well. I think it's a terrific boost for the away support to, to my right that, uh, that he's playing. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to this one. I, I just don't think there'll be too much between the two teams. It may well be a draw, but I think we're in for a really special game. Pitch looking brilliant, it's been watered, we talk about it all the time, but it's just great to look at, great to play on, I'm sure, for the players. So I think we might see a few goals here today at Fair Park. Any defeat hurts, especially in a good run. Uh, when you lose a game of football, it's a, it's a tough one to take. Um, but, you know, we lost to a good team. I'm going to go back to that. I said this before the, the game in the fire play. Um, we're playing against a really good side. They've been they, 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 they've been spoken about a lot in the press because they've been doing well, because they've got a good manager, because they've got real good options and a good squad of players. So I go back to it. It's, it's a hard, hard game for us. Motherwell boss Stuart Kettlewell there Let's go to Rugby Park Kilmarnock against Hibs Michelle Evans is there And it will be a first sighting for Hibs fans Of a Nick Montgomery side He is a bit of an unknown entity in Scottish football He does have a couple of Scotland under 21 caps But Michelle that will be the, the intrigue of the Hibs supporters To see what differences he will make today After Lee Johnson's sacking yeah, it certainly will. And I'm actually surprised. I'm looking over at the um, the hip stand just now and they're not here in the great numbers that I thought they would be to be able to see his reign um, getting kicked off today here at Rugby Park. You know, I suppose when you look at their, um, their record so far, just one win in four. That win obviously coming at Pataudry under David Gray um, just before the international break. And I can imagine why they're maybe not feeling so great um, at the moment. However, you know, a little bit of excitement for them. Nick Montgomery has come in this week and, you know, the pressure is certainly on him. They'll be expecting him to come in and start making Hibs climb up the table. It's not going to help matters that within a couple of hours of being unveiled, everybody was talking about him in the same breath as Ange Postacoglu because of that Australian link, because he's been out there at Central Coast Mariners. And it certainly won't be helped today by the fact that they're up against Kamarnock because Kamarnock are, as we all know, the only team so far um, that have beaten both halves of the old firm this season. So he is certainly up against it. Um, quickly, can I turn into the home side? The much-fancied Kamarnock. Everybody's been talking about them as a surprise package this year. They lost their last game 1-0 to Ross County, so they'll be looking to get back um, to winning ways here today. But for me, I think the most important thing is I can't wait to ask Nick Montgomery what he thinks of the pitch down here because it looks absolutely awful. And one final game to go uh, as well, which is Ross County against Livingston. I'll give you the teams from there. Laidlaw in goal for Ross County. The back three, Nightingale, Baldwin and Leek. The wing-backs, Brown and Reed. Three in midfield, Turner, Randall and Danda. It's a front two of White and Murray. As for the visitors, Livingston, Shamal George in goal for them. DeLucas, Obelai and Devlin. The back three, Brandon and Penrice. The wing-backs, Holt and Shinny in the centre of midfield. It will be Kelly and Nubley either side of Bruce Anderson. Celtic taking on Dundee at three o'clock as well. We'll go back to Celtic Park next. Action as it happens. From five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Just minutes away from kickoff in the big three o'clock games. Celtic against Dundee. We'll go back to Celtic Park shortly. It's Motherwell against St Mirren, Kilmarnock against Hibbs, Hearts, Aberdeen, and there is a 3.15 kickoff as well in Ross County against Livingston. Slight delay to that one, but let's go to Celtic Park, get a flavour of things, a recap of the teams from Roger Hanna. Yes, Andrew, you spent so much. 
actually show this afternoon discussing how poor Rangers have been against St Johnson. It seems amazing. It's only three weeks since Celtic played out that goal stalemate here against St Johnson. Since then, of course, Brendan Rodgers and he started back in the Celtic fans' good books after that old fun victory at Ibrox 13 days ago. It put them back top of the Premiership table and goal difference from Motherwell joint top as well in terms of goal scoring is Kyogo Furuhashi once again after that match winner 13 days ago across the city uh, Feyenoord in the Champions League kickoff it's on the horizon next for Celtic on Tuesday night but Brendan Rodgers knows nothing short of victory will suffice today as he prepares for that trip to Rotterdam he's without Leila Bada injured in international duty with Israel he's going to miss four months he's still without Cameron Carter Vickers Mike Narovsky and Stephen Welsh at the back there's no sign yet of a debut for Marco Tillio but back today is Rio Hitati on the bench and making a Celtic debut just coming out with his teammates as I speak Nathaniel Phillips at centre half on loan from Liverpool to January he will partner Liam Scales at the centre of the Celtic defence this afternoon they go with Joe Hart in goal it's a back four now for Johnson Nat Phillips Liam Scales and Greg Taylor in the midfield Matt O'Reilly Callum McGregor and David Turnbull in the front three of Yang Hyun Jun Kyogo Furuhashi and Dyson Maida on the bench Bain, Ralston and Lagard Biel, Hitati, Holm and Bernardo, Palma, Forrest and O. As for the D, they arrived here in decent form, three wins and two draws in their last five. They haven't been here for 19 months since a thrilling 3-2 defeat when George Stierkamakis hit a hat-trick for Celtic. They lost 6-0 here earlier in that relegation campaign when Kyogo got a treble and you have to look back to May 2001 Andrew when the last one here it was with 10 men Zuda Kijan is really sent off but a double from Fabian Caballero remember him was enough for the Dark Blues that day it looks a big ass for Tony Doherty and his managerial bow here at Celtic Park he's gone to this side this afternoon a couple of changes from the side that drew 2-2 with St Johnson at Perth a fortnight ago Trevor Carlson's in goal Cammy Kerr recalled at right back it's in the skipper Joe Shaughnessy Ricky Lamy and Owen Beck on loan from Liverpool of course a teammate of Nathaniel Phillips and just in front it's Malachi Boateng four across the middle Zach Robinson Finley Robertson Luke McCown and Ryan Howley who will make his first start for the Dark Blues after a lone move from Coventry City and leading the line for Dundee here at Celtic Palace afternoon Amadou Bakayoko on the bench Legstons Ashcroft McGee Tiffany Cameron Silla Lewis Mulligan and Rodney referee is Grand Irvin the VAR is Stephen Kirtland and as you can probably hear Andrew the atmosphere inside Celtic Park far removed from that which saw the players leave that last home game against St Johnson three weeks ago they're back top of the league they've had an old thumb victory they're looking ahead to a first Champions League group game in the Netherlands on Tuesday night and they will want to go off the back of a victory as we said and they've started brightly coming up as championship title winners they've had some good results they've beaten half at home They've drawn last time out against St. Johnson. They're in decent form, but this is a major step up for Tony Doherty. Look, McCowan is over the ball in the centre circle. We are underway at Celtic Park. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. Planning your holiday? Get essential health advice and medication before you travel. Yes, underway in the three o'clock kickoffs, and we will let you know when Ross County against Livingston gets underway. Should be around quarter past three as well. But why don't we get some predictions from you? You know what? We'll take Ross County Livingston out of it because it's later kickoff. You know, we'll have a lot to deal with later on when that game's finished. Okay, right, fine. I will go Celtic to, to win at home against Dundee. Motherwell to beat St Mirren. Kelly Hibbs a draw. Hearts to beat Aberdeen and Ross County to beat Livingston. 
Celtic will beat Dundee I think convincingly this afternoon I'm going to go for St Mirren to beat Motherwell uh, for Park I'm going to go a draw down at Rugby Park between Kelly and Hibbs I think Aberdeen versus uh, Hearts will end a draw also I think both of those managers will be quite happy with that if I'm honest I'll go Celtic home when Motherwell St Mirren draw Kamarnock home when and Hearts and Aberdeen a boring draw <laughs> There we go. Underway in the three o'clock games. Looking for it's, it's good fixtures, aren't they? Yeah. There's a brilliant. lot. I mean, Celtic Dundee. Obviously, there'll be a lot of interest in that one. But Motherwell St Mirren, two teams that have been flying at the start of this season. You've got Kilmarnock Hibs, Kilmarnock who have had a good start to the season. Maybe the last few weeks haven't met the the expectations they set early on with the wins against Celtic and Rangers. But Nick Montgomery in charge for the first time. Hearts against Aberdeen, two struggling sides who are desperate for points. There are five major clubs in our country. Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen. Celtic and Rangers can look after themselves. Hearts, three wins in their last 15 league games. If you take in the end of last season, the beginning of this one. Three wins in 15. Hibs, one win out of four this season And that was under the interim managership of David Gray And Aberdeen joint bottom of the league For Hearts, Aberdeen and Hibs It's a big day They've got to start showing a better version of themselves than we've seen so far And this Celtic Park crowd will be looking for a lot more than what they saw in that game against St Johnson a couple of weeks ago Roger yeah. was saying that you know the atmosphere obviously very different at the moment than it was at the end of that game but there was the, the victory over Rangers but maybe not you know Celtics certainly not at their flowing best in that game either it's maybe still to click a bit under Brendan Rodgers but on the whole the results have been there outside of Get knocked out of the League Cup yeah. and then the draw against St Johnson. Well, go back to pre-Ibrox. You remember the atmosphere. You remember the calls we were taking uh, and the build-up to that. And Celtic fans and Ranger fans coming on and saying both managers were under pressure going into that. Now, of course, that alleviates some of the pressure when you go away from home and you win. And there were some good things in that first half, but still not back to their sparkling best. So, fans going along today will expect improvements. I think they often do when there's this break. You know, managers, you know, quick to say, oh, we need time to work in things. That's an opportunity to work in things. So the fans will expect a better performance and ultimately three points. An assumption has been made that Kyogo's goal at Ibrox changed everything about the season. Well, Celtic have to go and prove that now. And the, there is only the one point gap between them and Rangers. So they have to get about their I agree, business. I agree with you, Hugh. I've not watched as much as we were having a go at Rangers today the performance I've not watched Celtic this season so mm. far and said they were magnificent Yeah, I think today at uh, home to Dundee the fans will be looking for a big improvement well before there are any goals or any action let's set this up Hugh the first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online Simple, straightforward and to the point Tell me The last eight Scots To have played in Serie A Who are the last eight Scots To have played in Serie A? Straightforward for you Who are the last eight Scots To have played in Serie A? Make sure to get your answers in At Clyde SSB All in one tweet please And you can be in with a chance Of being on the leaderboard At half time You can see that question as well at Clyde SSB on Twitter it'll be tweeted out there shortly 
as well. Mm. I can see Mark and Daz are already oh. conferring over there. Yeah, we've got a few. A right few. In An fact, easy one, that, do you think? I think so. I'll be very disappointed if me and my colleague can't finish us off within the next <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Made it sound professional there. A couple yeah. of work colleagues. We're far from it. I'm just, uh, how, how would you sum up your relationship Relationship, um, oh, I don't know, it needs some more time to... <laughs> It's not a good sign, is it? No. Let's get rid of is this that one wrong the, relationship. The really bad sign is that Mark's put an Irishman in a yeah. oh. I <laughs> oh, no. So, um, that was his, that was my colleague's idea. My mouth. Back to colleagues now, are you? Ah... Uh, First, oh, first goal in the 3 o'clock kickoffs is Kelty Hearts 1-0 up against Cove Rangers Adam Corbett with a goal for them Are we, yeah, Cove Rangers not been, a, not been great this season have they Paul Hartley coming back midway through last season I thought they would have done a lot better in fact I think I might have tipped them to win the league oh you did <laughs> oh, hey, still early doors still early doors well, Dundee on the front foot at Celtic Park Early on in that game Joe Hart required to come out And pluck the ball out of the air So Tony Doherty Appears not to have come with the The idea of parking any buses Yeah, not a whole lot of Goal mouth action around the ground so far McGarry with a shot for Aberdeen That was parried by Xander Clark But apart from that, pretty quiet In the opening Five minutes or so in the games at Some, the moment. Somebody will need to get a result there. They two, three managers. I'll just say three. And they point going on about two and a half. <laughs> I'll just go down the three route. Um, you're looking at an Aberdeen team not won in the last ten visits to Tynecastle. Uh, not playing particularly good football with a real good squad as well. Uh, Hearts, big things were promised this season. Nothing really happening. So that'll be an interesting one Dave Galloway I heard him before his show Turned up very very early Was there at half past 12 uh, Was very lucky to get in, Sample the atmosphere Get his pre-match routine Off and running So we're hoping for plenty of goals from Dave Barry Robson concerns me slightly He started to talk in a way That you know Everything's fine I know where I'm going I know how long it'll take us to get there Etc etc They've played four and won None A big goal already in the Premiership Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Kilmarnock nil. Hibs 1 What a start For Nick Montgomery It's Lewis Miller With the goal at Rugby Park And Well he couldn't have imagined For a better start than that Could he? What an appointment <laughs> a Terrific appointment From the Hibs board Yeah Obviously um, When you Especially when you go way To Kilmarnock And um, Michelle did mention the pitch And we sort of all Agree with her um, I think it may go down as a Will Dennis own goal Doesn't matter Still a goal Because down as Hibs are leading 1-0 um, That'll be a big game for them They need to start turning around their fortunes Sitting down there in 10th Great start for the new manager But plenty of football to go What's my phrase? If you've got to lose a goal Lose it early <laughs> Great start for Nick Montgomery Yeah I, I mean All he can do is take The, the positives out of that You know the, the, the Hibs fans are Very interested to hear Michelle say They weren't there in great number yeah. uh, But Those who are there uh, Will be immediately behind Nick Montgomery But he's got to build on that now New manager bounce How much do you believe in it Mark? 
Well, it never happened to him at breaking. <laughs> well, it did. So, uh, listen, so, I, did I'll you, tell you because did we, you win we, your first game we, of breaking? No, 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 no. Your Let me finish. Game. No, no, no. We played Cove, who were runaway leaders, and we scored first. <laughs> and we got beat four one. That's where the story ends. I thought, here we go. This, this oh. management business is easy. Uh, and then four quick fire breakaways took carries that day. Um, <laughs> I said, it's always an interesting one. You know, because it's the same players, uh, particularly after a transfer window, that the manager's got to come in and get a different tune out of it. Um, look, those Hibs players are good enough to be in a better position uh, and put in better performances than they, sh- they showed under Lee Johnson. So it doesn't surprise me if they go away there and win at Kilmarnock, even though we were all odding up Kilmarnock a couple of weeks ago. Seems like, a, you know, something out the box, not your run-of-the-mill appointment. So one thing's for sure, Hibs need to get it right because... Keep pointing the fingers at managers, but the players remain, and the hierarchy remain the same. You know, sooner or later, you have to start pointing the fingers at somebody else then, because one guy's no to blame for everything at a football club. There's much more goes into it than that. Tell you what, Commander, we were all, you know, singing their praises at the start of the season. The Celtic Rangers, what a start they're off to. Oh, they're falling like a stone down uh, there at Park. Paper roses ain't longer paper roses. They need to get a result this afternoon. Paper roses? What's yeah, that? Yeah, Marie Osmond, that's their theme tune. It's a song what? Kelly fans sing. Marie Osmond song, Paper oh, Roses. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Not no. familiar with that one. No, no, no. She's that's a she's a Kilmarnock fan. You've not seen any photos of her before yeah, with a Kilmarnock scarf. A Donny yeah. Osmond sister? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Donny support here. <laughs> what's, what's she a Kelly fan for? Because of that? the song. Yeah, because they've Roses. adopted the song, she's now a sort of honorary Kilmarnock fan. Do you know, right, uh, Donny Osmond's a well-known air fan, right? And Marie, shut up. True, true. Why? Why is he an air fan? Because he obviously liked to brand the football I was playing <laughs> when I was a manager. <laughs> I am sure they might want you back soon after last night. By the way, I was going to go. I'm so delighted. I didn't go to that. I was halfway out the door. You wouldn't have got in. They wouldn't yeah. have let you in. Uh, but let me just, you weren't halfway out the door. The, 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 the recliner was maybe half up. I, I was, then... No, no, no. I was. I had all plans to go, and then I decided I might give that a miss a bit far away. I'll tell you what. I watched a little bit on TV. They wouldn't get beat four 0 under my leadership in that manner. Well, it was four one, wasn't it? So was it four 0 Was it not four 0 Oh, 4-0 oh, 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 big smart Andrew, uh, yeah. Fair enough Been oh, done there Yeah, exactly When you're going to come out of a there, Mark Make sure you get your facts right, <laughs> big boy You're thinking about Southampton won Leicester for Oh, of course, yeah But anyway Sloppy start at Celtic Park Nothing much happening there at all Yeah, Hearts starting to threaten a bit At Tynecastle A couple of decent moves Breaking down There was a good challenge from McGarry To stop Oda from bursting through and then Shinny was lectured for a, a bit of a heavy challenge on Peter Haring as well. That's an oh. interesting one, that Tyne Castle. Um, you know, the manager situation. At the start of the season, I said it was odd. You know, there was an argument, so why is it so odd? It clearly was odd. You know, people were trying to dance around the fact that it wasn't in. Try, oh, no, it's normal. It was odd. To change it so quickly into the season shows how odd it is. How well, many it, odds mean, are you going to get in this conversation? It, it is odd. It, it, was, it, was, it, <laughs> was, just, it was just changed because Hearts got knocked out of Europe, though. That was it. I know, but yeah, come it was on. Odd. I think it was. It, I think it, it was, was always. Odd. It was always in the plan, but it was just very unconventional. Yeah, yeah. It, it shows the club as. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Odd. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what's that, Hugh, what's another word for odd? I can use. Please give him a word, Hugh. I'll tell you what, while Mark's Eccentric. trying to think about another uh, another word for odd, let's hear from Michael Beale, shall we? Talking right. about his take on the game and also a bit of an update on Danilo's injury as well. Yeah, I thought we started the game really well. We got control of the game. I thought we had good energy in, in the four forwards. And we scored a fantastic goal, a really good play from Sam and Tav. It wasn't the first time we got down the side of St Johnston, but it's an excellent goal. Great finish from Danny. And obviously in that moment with the injury to the two players, the game stopped for a long time. So obviously um, they lose one to concussion and it looks like, well, I know he has. He's fractured his cheekbone, Danny. So we'll have to see how long he's out for. But he's got a fracture on his face there and he's away and hopefully will be operated on this evening. So it's... It's a really disappointing moment for, for the team that because obviously, you know, with Danny's had a couple of bits going on, he's had this two weeks to get himself fit and goes and scores and it was a real big moment for him to get the injury at the time. I thought after that the game got a bit stuffy because it lost momentum. <clears throat> Second half, I thought we created more good chances than we took, but I'm delighted with the goal because I thought that was an excellent goal as well. Great pass from Tom. Rabi's been getting those type of chances quite frequently of late and uh, it was nice to see him take one because he deserves it. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Hearts. One Aberdeen Ooh. nil And it's Oda With the goal Lashing it in From a tight angle On the right And Gordon you said One of those teams Needed to get Three points And Hearts have Gone about things The right way Yeah I, I think that'll be A tight game um, I said earlier Aberdeen In their last Ten visits To Tynecastle Haven't won So it's not a good uh, Hunting ground for them Especially when they need Three points And they went a goal Behind so early It's a packed house again You've got to say It'll be a terrific Atmosphere uh, so that's a great, great start for Hearts. How do you fancy Aberdeen at Eintracht Frankfurt? Not, not a lot to be confident about there in the Conference League. Dyson Maida were close for Celtic. Good save from the Dundee goalkeeper. Uh, 13 minutes in, still goalless at Celtic. Yeah, just going back to Michael Beale's take on yeah. the game. What did you make of it, Hugh? Um, you know, it's the the take of a man who's just happy to get three points. You know, good energy. Uh, well, mm, I'm not sure about that. The, the game was fairly laborious for those of us in here. Um, and he said it got stuffy after the injury to Danilo. Uh, yes, that was accurate as well. Very very bad news for Danilo in particular and Rangers in general. Fractured cheekbone operation tonight, so he'll be missing for a long time, and that. Well, After I, such I, a brave goal I'm not too sure about that Because Some players can play on Relatively quickly after it And wear a You know Face protection mm. And whatever else But it just depends on each Individual it case I suppose a real bad bang. Yeah it did not look good So As I say Michael Beale Just about anything he says today He'll get away with Because the fans are just Happy that he got the points And You know the, we're looking at Celtic, you know, 15 minutes in and they are as laborious as Rangers were early in the day. Yeah, what do you think Brendan Rodgers will have made of the opening 15 minutes so far, Mark? Um, plenty of possession. Um, I mean, one chance created through Maeda. Maybe asking for a wee bit more, get the ball wider, quicker to players who can then commit others, other defenders and go by them. But no, nothing really created through the middle of the pitch for Celtic. So uh, it's kind of similar, I suppose, to the, the game against St. John's. And maybe a tempo's a bit higher. 
You've got to you've got to give credit. Dundee will come there. Tony Dock's had what two weeks to work on, a nice shape, defensive shape, making it hard for Celtic to break the lines, all the the usual tactics that go with it. And so far for Dundee, it's working. But it's a long ninety plus minutes of Celtic part if you're just going to sit deep and and ask your guys to defend because eventually Celtic will find those passes that unlock the, the door and score goals. But it's reminiscent of the St Johnston game at Celtic Park which finished yeah. goalless. Yeah, do you think Dundee, you know, how much will Tony Doherty have looked at that match and tried to use you've that as a to, blueprint? Yeah. You've got to, of course, any team that comes away with a point uh, against a Celtic side, you've got to look at what they did right. But on that day, I think you highlighted it earlier, Matt O'Reilly, and another day could have scored a couple even though Celtic's build-up play was poor that day. So... Those moments change games um, And who's to say If this summer happens today A Riley doesn't stick day two In the back of the net And and the game's away for Tony Dock's team So he'll have his own plan He'll understand what St Johnson did well And how they plug gaps But he'll have his own plan as well Well a bit of a strange incident At Celtic Park Because Kyogo has just Walked off the park And gone up the tunnel mm. And The bench According to Roger Hanna Looked quite baffled And the physios have Followed him you well, wonder whether it could be maybe a recurrence of that shoulder problem is the is the only thing that comes to mind is that is the the issue that Kyogo's maybe had sort of lingering over the past couple of well, years in his Celtic career. Brendan Rodgers did say it would need an operation one day, uh, and Celtic minus Kyogo uh, are not the same threat, and that you know with the the Europa. Or the Champions League about to get underway mm-hmm. in Rotterdam on Tuesday. That's a major blow for Celtic. And it's a major blow for the remainder of today. Because, as I say, for the first 15 minutes of this game, we were on about Rangers and how dull the game was. This is equally dull. Yeah, a bit more from Roger. He said that you know he was walking at pace, so it doesn't seem to be any sort of leg injury or lower body injury, and looked quite unhappy. Mm-hmm. Although, apparently now coming back. Maybe you just need a comfort break. He's done that before. Yeah, I've done that before. Well, it's his shoulder. You can see his shoulder shoulder gone. Yeah. (laughs) So I I don't think, you know, Celtic have to be mindful of the fact that he needs an operation on that shoulder. It, it, It caves in on him far too often. And if you leave him on the park, he'll do himself an injury. Yeah, well, huge cheers from the Celtic support as he comes back out. So I can't believe he's come back. We'll see if he is going to. Continue or not is a is an interesting one, especially when you know is that too much of a risk for Celtic to continue to play him in this game if he's already feeling yes. bother? Yes, because as Gordon Dale has rightly said, he looks in agony, and you know you're just asking for trouble. And Celtic and the 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 transfer window went on and on and on about it, signing someone as backup for Kyogo, and Celtic didn't do it. And I'm sorry. But O, who may very well come on at some stage, is nowhere near the player that Kyogo is. I'll tell you what, Celtic have gone close. They've hit the post after Kyogo has re-emerged from the tunnel as well. So they are trying to create a bit of danger now. Well, not before time. uh, But this is a mess of a start. Because if Kyogo does have to go off, you can add that to all of the other long-term injuries. Abada, Carter, Vickers... Stephen Welsh, Naravsky, uh, you know, it's a very messy start to the season for Celtic. And as I say, Celtic minus Kyogo 
means Celtic minus. Shows so you back threat. on, Andrew. Just clarify, is you back on? Yep, looks like it. That's very strange, that. Yeah. yeah, Roger was telling us the pain that he was in. Um, it's a strange one whether taking a chance or not. He must feel okay to, you know, carry on just now. <laughs> Roger was telling us the pain he was in. How does Roger know how much pain? Well, well he's, he's, Dr. Rog. Yeah, Man, he's sore just now, but how, how sore is it? Yeah. Can you describe I, to me? Have given it a few ayers here? Uh, <laughs> Oh, what about Scott McTominay back in the side at Man United, Hugh? Yeah. And Brighton 1-0 up one against him. Danny Welbeck with the goal. There's also a goal for Louis Moult. Dundee United 1-0 up against Morton. Stenhouse-Muir are leading against Stranraer as well. Matthew Aitken from the penalty spot for them. They are rubbish, I told you. Ten Hag will be... He'll be Christmas sacking. he'll be for the chop. Yeah, he'll be, the, he'll be the Christmas turkey. It's all sorts of problems here at United. Yeah, he's having these problems there. Um, yeah, just that one a few moments ago of Celtic hitting the post. It was Matt O'Reilly from the edge of the box. Actually, took a pretty big deflection. Was going looked as if it was maybe going towards the bottom corner, but ended up coming off uh, the post. The only thing that's really missing. See the, the amount of great positions Riley gets himself into. Um, a combination of maybe off the post, good goalkeeping, bad finishing. I think he's got more goals in his locker. I've got to say. Yeah. I, I would agree. He gets into good positions, but just needs to brush up on finishing from time to time. Um, he and said that himself takes him after the, the St Johnston game, didn't he, that he felt he could have scored two or three himself yeah. in that match. Yeah, and a lot of people were la- uh, labelling lazy finishing, but sometimes just the technique and the way you, you look, it looks like a lazy approach. It's not that when he's putting in the top corner in the first day of the season. You know, people weren't really... Saying he, he was lazy there Or he scored away against no, Aberdeen not, Didn't he? No, no, he's an indecisive finisher You know the chances against St Johnston Were ready made chances the, 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 Each of them should have been a goal And he just it was it's a lackadaisical <laughs> He'll be hoping to make up for that today Hugh um, Well I'm telling you This has got St Johnston written all over it <laughs> well, 20 minutes, huh? 20 minutes. That's, that's, that's a lot longer than but usual. Yeah, no, no, I was expecting that. On the day of the St. Johnston game, we kept telling me, oh, there's a goal coming. No, no, definitely a goal coming. Yeah. yeah this, is, this is every bit as dull as the Rangers game. In the last five years, one right, I thought, brilliant. First effort at goal for Motherwell, 20 minutes in. Blair Spittle, it was a free kick, 25 yards out. Struck it well, but it was straight. Zach Henry. Do you know, do you know we are going for four league wins in a row today, right? And the last man to do six, who do you think it was? For Motherwell? Yeah. Um, six wins in a row. In the league. Billy Davis. The man that's no position dug out this afternoon. Oh, Stephen Robinson. Robinson. Right, okay. There you go, Fraser. I'm giving you a few stats there. That'll probably throw into his wee halftime boring team. <laughs> He, he has just he has just said this game is dull. <laughs> I knew, I'm trying to liven him up there. Do you think this has got anything to do with the two week international break? Because Celtic Park's dull, McDermott Park was dull. Fraser says it's dull where he is. Seems relatively lively between Hearts and Aberdeen, at least. And Hibs have started well against Kilmarnock. Mm. Well, I was at the Motherwell Golf Day. I've spoken to a few of the players. Uh, they were very very. Who were you playing? Who was in your team? Uh Motherwell Golf Day was me that never played with Motherwell Gordon Duncan that never played with Motherwell Kenny Miller that never played with Motherwell and a big centre half fantastic player great servant to Motherwell you remember this guy 
Brian Martin. Big buff. Big buff. Yeah. Oh, no prisoners buff. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no prisoners buff. Does that sound okay? Ah, <laughs> oh, we were rubbish. Thought it was a good day and it was great to windy. see them. The manager. Windy day. The, I was, yeah. <laughs> very windy uh, especially downwind uh, there to see some of the players and have a wee chat it was a great great day Hugh do you want to give us that teaser again yes indeed very very simple and straightforward tell me the last eight Scots to have played in Serie A we've got them Hugh they're, they're all there so yeah I tell you what tick the box the listeners out there are doing very well I'm not seeing many wrong answers at all if any wrong answers at all it's it's good work out there. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. Yeah, Hugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that, all there. Although I will say, a lot of people out there are only giving seven answers and oh. not eight. Make well, sure you get all eight in your tweet so that you can get on that podium. Dale and his colleague have got it. I remember that Kyle Lafferty is not one of them. Oh, he, he just no, went, no, no. Hugh, just excuse him. He got a big seat. <laughs> Four for one. Spartans nil. Seb Ross with the goal for them. <laughs> Fraser also says thanks for the golf invite, Daz. Just 250 games for Motherwell he's got. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know nobody really think the great Wally Pettigrew was there. They were they were players, no wish up. Long throw in wish up. Does Fraser play golf? Oh uh, no. Croquet or whatever it is. <laughs> Imagine him no, with the plus fours on it if he was a golfer. The bonnet the old bonnet on yeah, tweed. Two hundred old ga- uh, games for Motherwell. Didn't he get an invite? Because you By the way, I didn't get an invite and I turned it down. I couldn't That's make it. Sorry, By Fraser. Way, don't get me wrong. That means he wasn't on the standby list as well. Uh, so. yeah. oh, don't dear. get me wrong. When I did get the phone call, it was a, please don't mention to Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep it under wraps. Our both won. Airdrie Onions nil. Michael McKenna with the goal. Airdrie <laughs> been going well so far in the championship so, after so being promoted. What a, what a yeah. run they're on no, What a turnaround Because yeah. they started yeah. poorly They went down to Was it Capolo last week And uh, one as well They're on a good run of Difficult place to go You think of the weather up there Today I'll be a nightmare to go and play Do you know what the weather is like Yeah, up there yeah very windy <laughs> uh, Light rain Drizzle coming in from the North Sea Is it the North Sea up there? Is it? Eh, hi. Yeah, hi. Yeah, there you go. Good guess. There's a big tanker going by as we speak. It's <laughs> <laughs> always tankers out there, isn't it? GZ Peach, man. GZ Peach. Oh, God. I wish I could listen myself. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No, I was, I was sitting in the house where we cup of tea listening to this programme enjoying it. If we get to half time at Celtic and still nothing each, will you concede that I am. Halfway to being right. <laughs> you have, I'm not even going to an argument. I I think that I was expecting Celtic to come out the traps today at home. Yep. I, as I say, look, I've I've had a little go at Rangers in the fact of the entertainment value, but they got the three points. Probably same with Celtic, but I'm expecting more off of these two teams because they've spent a lot of money. They've got big time players. Fans are going along. I'm all for the fans. Fans are going along. They're paying a lot of money. <laughs> the Diesel now's one fifty nine. Some garages you go to a litre. So <laughs> it's important that you put on a show. That's all I'm saying. Always comes back to the money with you, isn't it? I, I, unbelievable. I'll honestly I'd do in for money. I wouldn't do in for nothing. There, uh, the days are gone. Money only. <laughs> He's been doing a lot of charity work recently. Oh yeah, abseiling and golf days. Yeah, all for nothing. All for the 
the kids of the west of Scotland an equaliser for Spartans against Forfar Michael Allen with the goal for them Montrose 2-0 up against Edinburgh City as well Miller Thompson just before the half hour mark so goals going in down the divisions not too many to tell you about in the top flight Hibs 1-0 up away to Kilmarnock and of course it's Nick Montgomery's first game in charge Hearts 1-0 up against Aberdeen still goalless between Motherwell and St Mirren Fraser Wisher not giving that one a great review so far but we do have a goal at Celtic Park Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Celtic 1 Dundee 0 and it's dies in Maida however The AR Review with M&D Green Pharmacy There's going to be a VAR check because the flag went up Ooh. So okay. we will see if this one stands or not The lines will be drawn And Brendan Rodgers will have to wait To see whether his side have gone 1-0 up against Dundee Well, Like we said earlier on The Rangers game The lines are drawn for a reason They don't lie So he'll have to wait patiently But he could be doing with a goal to Live settle the nerves and liven things up like I've been there loads of times where you just you're longing on the pitch for that early goal just to settle everything and make you more relaxed and quite often a second and a third come after that it's a difficult place to play in days like this when it's nil-nil and you're grinding and things aren't quite going for you and by the sounds of it that's the way it's happening at Celtic Park at the minute which are Insight information coming from Roger, Roger said because he can tell pain threshold yeah. a player surely yeah. can no tell. update yet the lines tell are still just, being drawn tell him just to move that head to the right and have a look for us to, to, to see if it was offside or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're, you're unfair in Roger's he'd <laughs> By the way, I was, I was sat beside him on Tuesday. His head's got a lovely tan about oh, it. Oh, very nice. Can you see the screen? By the way, did you see Beat the Pundit? You wouldn't have seen it because you were golfing. You believe he had the night after to go golfing. And uh, Beat the Pundit, Roger kept his headphones on. Closes his eyes. No, no, I was doing Beat the Pundit. So, right. you know, when I'm doing Beat the Pundit, uh-huh. you would take your headphones off and listen to Gordon mm-hmm. read the questions to the guy and his answer. Roger kept his headphones on listening to music That's a strange individual <laughs> Roger Maybe he just wants to Sort of take you on In real time Wants to do but it that The same time as you That's his challenge But mate. I put me off Andrew Because I thought I was I was then facing Roger I thought I felt judged by him hmm. Still waiting I think To see a verdict on Whether this Is to stand or not well, it was Dyson Maida that was one played of my, through into the box. It was a left-footed strike, hammered it low into the far corner. One of my friends that's at the game says it's absolutely offside by a mile. By a mile. You're trying to show off. <laughs> You've got friends. What's, yeah. your, what's your friend's okay, name? Okay, I don't know what Tony Dock and the Dundee Dugger is doing with a mobile phone at this moment in <laughs> time. But <laughs> well. If they do chalk it off, it's back to the drawing board that Celtic could have used the comfort of that goal because they haven't played particularly well. Uh, but if they do chalk it off, back to square one. It's taking a long time. Yeah, this has not? been a long check. Surely, surely Roger's got <laughs> some on, sort of update lines, for us. Get the lines. Mm. Nothing at the moment, anyway. I think this is a frustrating no thing. No goal at yeah. Celtic what Park. It's you? ruled out and it remains nil-nil. My insider was right. So there you go. My yeah. buddy was right. Good decision. Well, it's a strange old day for Celtic. You know, first half hour, not a lot. Um, and now the disappointment of a disallowed goal 
uh, and Kyogo with this is he injured or not and he's still on the park and they're still risking what's an injury hap- uh, what's happened then when Kyogo's gone up the tunnel uh, I mean a shoulder injury surely he's not at the position that he needs a physio just to go up the tunnel and pop it back into place I've heard that's incredibly painful maybe he just doesn't want to share that with everyone on the pitch but if it's got to that stage then Hugh's right that's that's problematic you can't have a player um, running that risk every game he plays because well, I don't know no did he fall excuse. in it or did someone or was it just innocuous that he just went off if it's just innocuous then he's in a bit of bother I mean they must feel confident Enough that he's okay to continue, especially when Celtic have big games coming up midweek well, uh, away to Bayonne on Tuesday night. He's been off in the early stages of games, and then he's been ready to play the following week, which mm-hmm. always surprised me. So it seems to be a quick fix, but it's something that's going to keep cropping up. I must have popped out, Matt. He's not walked up the tunnel and then just decided to walk back down it, unless he's had treatment or some. It's supposed to be so that. When you dislocate it and somebody uh, pops up back in if I it keeps coming oh, in. I don't know. I'm a bit oh. concerned about that. You know, it was a good start to the game for you, Taro Oda at Hearts. He got the opening goal. However, he's gone down injured and he's off. James Forrest, uh, sorry, Alan Forrest Jeez. is coming <laughs> to come on for him. What a, that been a story. Day, mate, that was. <laughs> <laughs> but I anyway, the Hearts will be delighted. Full house at Tynecastle. Uh, but the fans are really getting edgy about the, the progress or lack of progress being made under Stephen Naismith and Frankie McAvoy. Uh, so Hearts could really use a result today. Football management, it's a funny game. Barry Robson takes over and he goes on a terrific run and everything seemed rosy. It then seemed like he'd compiled a good squad while keeping Miofsky and Duke in there and within the space of four weeks... You know, there's a totally different look in it like out of out of Europe. Um, you know, and we'll bad lose, result we'll after lose bad between result. four and five managers every year now in the Premier League, I, and it's only gone up, it's, isn't it? Every year it's gone up and in, up and it's up. It's incredible. You're absolutely no time whatsoever. Um, I feel for them, but they know the pressures of the job. They know that. It's all about winning, it's all about picking up these three points, keeping yourself at the top of the league. Or that top six gives you a chance, except if you're Livingston, all you have to do is survive every year, and they're brilliant at it, you've got to say, and you've got to give them all the credit in the world with the budget they've got. So, Speaking of them, has Davey fixed that bus yet? Yeah. Are they there? Oh yeah, game has kicked off, by the way, still nil-nil. He's he's not in the dugout, he's giving a service. (laughs) Overalls, oil over his face. (laughs) He's he's under the bonnet. (laughs) Start it now <laughs> Rev it up Our both Two Airdronians Nil It's Jermaine Hilton With a goal Former Motherwell player Wonder if he was uh, Invited to the golf day Ahead of Fraser I think everybody Was invited uh, Listen I've been there You're a hero Of our football club and you don't get invited to big functions. I've been there half to me. And sometimes it's your own doing, isn't it? I've let it go. I've let it go. Go I on, call them it. Who? That, that, lot, that lot, that's all I call them. <laughs> He's fuming, Andrew. Doesn't but, get invited to anything way, from here. And I hope Hannah's listening to us to tell that, uh, whatever his name is. The chairman? The chairman. I was actually, I think my name was in the list. Nowhere they were putting me last night. 
the most successful manager in the history of their club, cup finals, league semi finals, beat the old family. No, they were send, sending me with the family bit, right? <laughs> away up it next to their fans on the right hand side. Not even a cup of tea. Also, by the way, how can you complain when you've asked someone for a favour to get a ticket and then not bothered showing up as well? Oh, I, read, I read them like a book. <laughs> Listen, no, I way. read them like a book. What are they putting you in the family? They're putting a legend <laughs> on the club. Not even in the director's <laughs> box or amazing. anything. I would Throwing. not get near the place there. You so go. why, why have they got such a problem with you? Uh, because I was too successful. I built it up too big, and nobody can carry the can. Nobody <laughs> can carry that. I bet someone as a club, uh, the club is thinking we've done a nice thing and offered him a ticket for this game, and here we go. And now he's on there slating them. Yeah. They oh, probably listen. don't even know who he is. I will. Probably the secretary's like just Gordon go to the Dale. board and have a look at the successful managers you've had in the history. What, what have you got to Look, your name I've there? never taken a team into relegation and obviously into the uh, the Highland League. I've never oh, I done that. I done that. Oh, you did. No, well, was, that was long gone by then. A vote saved you. Uh, a vote saved you from going to. No, bar. no, we were going to finish strong. Six, <laughs> six games to finish go. We were going to finish strong. A game. <clears throat> but what did you? What did you win it here? Uh, seriously, I what won, honours? I, I won the. Was it? I won the League One when I went in my first year. I finished second in the championship. Right, but didn't ask you for settings. Didn't ask you for settings. I led you win? to two semi-finals and a cup final. What? What did you but win? Nobody win. else has done. It doesn't matter. It's not about winning. It's Hold about on. leading. What did you win? League One. Is that it? You won the Scottish Second Division in the ninety-six, ninety-seven season, a and then every everything else is <laughs> runner-up. No way. Oh, listen, you you we claim to be their most successful manager. I went to League Cup that's final on a Sunday, Scottish Cup semi final on a Saturday. Well done. Six that's days. good. That's a couple of busy right. days for you. You went to four for for a derby. Listen, I, I, I'm not, com- I'm day, not comparing I was yourself in there with the big teams. You you were given I was it. In with the big teams. You play. were given it. You were the most successful manager. You won League Cup One. finals, everything I was at. Shake what we'd have been promoted. I was him, Andrew. We'd have been promoted if we'd have been in the family stand. stand. Family yeah, stand. Yeah. I didn't even know they had a family stand. I was there for nine years. <laughs> See, that's the problem. See, it's not connected <laughs> please, to the fans. Please, Re- Andrew. Relegated Partick. Let there be a goal somewhere, Andrew. Exactly. Yeah, R- Ricky Little's been sent off for our broth. They went 2 0 up against Airdrie. However, that could change the landscape of things. There's a goal for Kane Hester as well from Montrose. They're 3 0 up already against Edinburgh City. And Cove have one back against Kelty Hearts. Mitch Meganson has made it 2 1 in that game. So Paul Hartley's side fighting back at the moment. Edinburgh City having a rough ride at this. This season, many change their name downhill. <laughs> they change it every year, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Next week it'll be MAFC. Uh, uh, what was it last time? They changed it from. I just, I just caught the very end of what you were talking about there, and whatever joke you made did not even yeah. lead to <laughs> any team. Did not give any clue of who you could Edinburgh even talk City, about. Edinburgh City. What were they called? It was FC Edinburgh, and FC. then they went, to and Edinburgh, then they went back to Edinburgh, Edinburgh City, City again. Yeah. A oh. That's nice of Roger He says he'll make a couple of calls And get you a seat at the Glen Afton Athletic Dinner if oh, you like Well, well I'd, I'd be better thought over there You see Roger is watching a dull game at Celtic Park That's he's why he's got time chat now. Roger's That's why he's got time to indulge DL in his mad fantasies Yeah he's there He's, te- <laughs> he's texting that chairman And now going He's no happy He'll no be back I hope the lawyers aren't listening <laughs> <laughs> um, But seriously though folks it's a, a worry for Celtic that uh, 
They've gone a long time into this first half and we hear nothing from Celtic Park of a goal or other than the one that was chalked off or offside. So it appears to be one of those struggles, like the St Johnston day. Yeah, you just wonder whether that game will creep into the minds of the players that are on the pitch, the fans in the stands that, you know, could potentially be one of those days. And look, Celtic may well go on to win this game 3 4 nil. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, 0 nil. 40 minutes gone Well you know Haven't created too much In, mm. in your mind's eye You can sense it That they haven't created very much Kyogo's got this ongoing Injury concern um, You know Michael Beale got battered From pillar to post For a fortnight But If Celtic don't win this game today Brendan Rodgers will be called to the The stand as well I don't care uh, Even Celtic fans will be honest And say Start of the season, Celtic have not impressed. No, let's be honest. We we we, we were critical of Rangers this afternoon, rightly so, because the performance was poor. But where Brendan Rodgers got away with it and get that bit of breathing space was obviously one 0 at Ibrox. Yeah. Now he's apart from that, I've not looked at Celtic and thought they look a real good team. The way they play football, everything about it, they have not impressed me at all. Played the uh, Ross County. Day one, scored four but lost two. Supporters weren't particularly overjoyed by the display out of the via play cup at Kilmarnock. The nil-nil draw with St Johnston. The, 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 the Rangers game always covers a multitude of sins. If you can get a win over Rangers or vice versa, it alters the mindset of every supporter. And that Celtic fans have lived off that for the last two weeks and they've been overjoyed here's one for you Hugh sorry for interrupting we listened to and Rangers were winning one nil at half time some booze uh-huh. wonder if the Celtic fans will react the same at Celtic parts after don't that. think there'll be booze I think there'll no. be the old grumble but what, what you've got to say is Hugh you, you missed the Aberdeen game away that Celtic went and won they won away at Ibrox they were okay they scored four against Ross County so while it's not been sparkling performances apart from the St Johnson game uh, in league duty They've got the job done But Brendan You know Not foolish to say That's enough Brendan Rodgers Need more From his side But when you start the season With two games away At Ibrox and Pataudry And you win both um, You know You've got some credit In the bank But It's the home games That you're Expected to create And I just wonder If the bar Is so high For last season That the fans Are expecting Similar And that That's their right Because it was so good but Brendan Rodgers a lot way, a long way to go to bridging that gap. What we're seeing just now compared to last season. Well, we're closing in on the half-time whistles around the ground, so let's wrap this up, Hugh. The first half teaser with the ScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football for the best football news and opinion online. The last eight Scots to have played in Serie A. Dennis Law, Torino, Joe Jordan, AC Milan and Verona, Graham Souness, Sampdoria, Liam Henderson, Verona and Empoli, Aaron Hickey, Bologna, Jack Henry, Cremonese, Lewis Ferguson, Bologna, 
And Josh Doig Verona well, well done out there Because loads of you got that right But the three quickest In third place Robbie Boyd In second place Bobby Pollock And in first place It's Charlie Malagayo So well done to you three You are quickest off the mark And of course there will be a Who am I In the second half as well For you to get involved in Some late action uh, Four for one Spartans two They've got a second Spartans It's Blair Henderson With the goal for them mm. Still... I would have loved to have played in Italy Would you not have? Mm, no Spain <laughs> Spain was more my type As close to home as, pos- yeah. as possible Is that yeah. best for you? I like the Italy I went to Italy I, the, Everybody tells me Go to Naples Best pizzas Worst pizzas I've ever tasted in my life I will never be back for a margarita Let me tell you If I could have had one player's career It would be Liam Henderson Got a league winner's medal at Celtic he got a Scottish Cup winner's medal at Hibs. He goes <laughs> and he plays in Verona and Empoli. Uh, he's a, adopted the, the language, the culture. If everything. you could have one player's career in the world, you'd L- choose Liam Henderson. Correct, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may have got to rethink that one. <laughs> With, hi, yeah, no disrespect, yeah, no disrespect to Liam. He's had a very good career. But of anyone in the world, Liam Henderson. I like that. No, I'll, 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 Fair enough, no? Fair I'll summarise it but Scottish person's career An ordinary Scottish person's career I think Liam Henderson has done wonderfully well I'd be George Best I'd like his career Which part of Scotland is he from? Oh, Scottish, did you? Didn't mention Scottish, didn't you? No, I said of all Scottish people Well, George played with Hibs, so yeah. Adopt him A bit of a worry for Kilmarnock Will Dennis Who's been very impressive For them in goal Early on this season He's off injured To be replaced by Kieran O'Hara mm. Well Things not going well For Derek at the minute He would have hoped That international break Would have Got things back in track For him But Kind of tough Just now And he doesn't want To go three games On the bounce Without a win Yeah All of a sudden You're looking down At that table Hibs could leapfrog them, obviously playing Hibs this afternoon. So, it's strange how football Derek come in for all oh. the pats in the back and how good Kilmarnock were. And they were really going to be a good force. And, and well, yeah, we tipped them to be in the top six. They're really, really struggling now. And especially if you're struggling at home. Because I think last season on the road, they weren't very good, were they? Their, their win percentage in the road wasn't good. So, they depended on their, their home record and... Um, it's not a hit. Look, there's still plenty of football to be played at Rugby Park. Let's not write them off yet, but I think Hibs will win that one. Montrose 4, Edinburgh City 0. What a score just before half time. Well, I was just checking. Well. Edinburgh City 0 point this season so far, and 4 down before half time. Mm. What are you trying to say? It just reminds it's me of good. Reminds me of my, <laughs> my time in charge Just getting some Vietnam flashbacks there Could be another track suit In uh, the charity listen, shops Yep Look out a charity shop near you <laughs> <laughs> Surely other managers. other managers have done that I mean the, the need for stuff in shops Suits and all that Why would you throw it at what do you do with your club suit? What, do you just take the badge off and wear it as a normal suit? My club suit? Usually the club oh, suits I, are not bad. By the way, I've still got my Celtic club suit. Hugo Boss? Uh, no, Ralph Lauren. Oh, yeah. You just, you just peel the badge off of that. Uh, no, I didn't even press. have a badge, so you could, oof, you oh, could just yeah. wear it to all occasions. But 
bit too return for it now. Can he fit in here? Half time at Celtic Park. Roger Hanna's there. Half time Celtic nil. Dundee nil. No goals. But to answer what the boys were asking, no jeers either from the Celtic fans. It's been a, a frustrating first half for Brendan Rodgers' side. They had a good chance early doors. Dyson made a shot from close range. Well saved. But Trevor Carson and the Dundee goal. It was in a bizarre incident. Kyogo Furuhashi running down the tunnel to spark an injury scare just three days before the Champions League opener against Feyenoord in the Netherlands. I think the belief is he's injured that troublesome shoulder again the Celtic medical staff followed him down the tunnel he was off for two or three minutes before coming back out to bravely play on uh, just moments after he came back on Yang Hyung Jun who's in for the injured Leela Bada dropped a post from distance that was as close as Celtic came in the first 45 minutes Yang Hyung a great battle down the Celtic right with Indy's own loan Liverpool left back Owen Beck and Beck's Anfield pound that Phillips he's making his debut of course at the other end for Celtic really untroubled by Amadou Bakayoko did he hardly seen as an attacking force but quite comfortably defensively they did have a scare when Maida had the ball on the net a crisp finish past Trevor Carlson the flag went up just as Maida began his celebrations it went to a VAR check and the goal was disallowed for offside by the VAR official Stephen Kirkland confirmed by the on-field referee Grant Irvin it's been a frustrating first half for Celtic they won't want to get to St Johnson territory three weeks after that stubborn stalemate against the Saints half time at Parkhead Celtic nil, Dundee nil. Also half time at Tynecastle between Hearts and Aberdeen, Dave Galloway. Yeah, half time. Hearts won Aberdeen nil in front of a crowd of 18,626. Uh, Aberdeen started brightly. James McGarry shot smartly, parried by Xander Clark, and Boyan Majorski turned well in the box, however, he was crowded out. Hearts, though, found their feet, and Keller Ruse was forced to get down low to save Nathaniel Atkinson's shot. The home side took the lead in the 14th minute. Liam Boyce found Yutaro Oda in too much space on the right. He lashed in with the aid of a slight deflection. The Dons went close through James McGarry's powerful effort, which Xander Clark turned round the post. But the Jam Tarts passed up a good chance to double their advantage when Alan Forrest, uh, just on moments earlier for the injured Yutaro Oda, was picked out at the back post by Stephen Kingsley's cross. A goal looked highly likely, but he couldn't get nearly enough on the header and the chance was gone. It's been a very keenly contested, uh, close match here in the sunshine at Tynecastle. Not much in it, but at the interval, it's Hearts 1, Aberdeen 0. Half time at Fur Park between Motherwell and St Mirren. Fraser Wisher. Motherwell nil, St Mirren nil. A real disappointing first 45. Two teams of good form coming into the game. But there's been nothing to get us out of our seats here in terms of attacking play. A really cautious start by both sides. No real action around either goal until 20 minutes when Blair Spittle tested Zach Hemmings. A 25-yard free kick. The midfield player struck the ball really well, but it went straight at Hemming. 27 minutes. He was again involved, Spittle. From open play this time, he had shot from almost the same area of the park. Again, he struck it well, but again straight at Zach Hemming in the goals. Mother dominating the play with really not creating too many chances. St. Mun rarely seen near Liam Kelly's goal until a half hour. But Bethes Mugabe gave the ball away and Cormac Menon curled a left foot shot from 20 yards a couple of feet over the bar. But that was the only real effort of the half. Blair Spittle had been outstanding along with Callum Slattery in the midfield for Motherwell. He slipped a lovely pass through to put Theo Bear through on goal inside right position the big striker struck the ball well across Zach Hemming but inches past the right hand post but all in all little in a way of a constructive football too many mistakes with the ball they've been given away too easily and it was Spittle again that was involved just as we approached the break a lovely move from one end of the park to the other involving O'Donnell Bear and Slattery and Spittle set himself up for a left foot shot his effort was brilliantly balked 
by Marcus Fraser. Another better team, Liam Kelly, nothing to do. But at the other end, they haven't threatened the St Mern goal often enough. And St Mern happy to be level at the break, but they're going to have to play much better in the second half if they're going to get a point. If they don't, then you can only see Mother leaving here today with the three points in the bag. Half-time at Fur Park, Motherwell nil, St Mirren nil. And the whistle has gone at Rugby Park as well. Kilmarnock against Hibs, Michelle Evans. Yeah, uh, half-time here, it's Kilmarnock nil, Hibs one. So it's so far so good for Nick Montgomery's first game as Hibs boss. There's a bright start from his side from the kick-off. Kilmarnock managed to lose the ball. It was picked up by Martin Boyle and the little Aussie ran unchecked towards goal. Um, but Will Dennis came off his line to kick the ball away and clear the danger. Ball came close again shortly after in the sixth minute, forcing Dennis to push his shot over. But the Hibs fans didn't have to wait that long. For the opener, just 60 seconds later, again, the Killy defence didn't deal with a corner. It was allowed to fly about the box. The ball eventually fell to Lewis Miller, who with his back to goal turned and fired it in off the post, although I think Dennis has been credited with touching it off the post um, as opposed to Miller putting it straight in. Um, Yuan almost made it two in the 19th minute. Another mistake from Komarnock. He picked the ball up in the centre of the park and went on a meandering run, which saw him shoot just into the side netting. Kelly's first chance of note didn't come until the 33rd minute. Matty Kennedy and Danny Armstrong working a really good corner. Armstrong's cross um, was sent um, headed goalward by Marley Watkins, but David Marshall managed to pluck it from the air just as it looked that it was about to fly into the net. Just before the break, Kelly lost their keeper, Will Dennis, to injury. It looked like he's done something to his hip. They've now brought on Kieran O'Hara. Um, and Hibbs lost Christian Doidge um, to a little bit of the blood coming out, I think, of the side of his face. There was a bit of a clash in the middle of the park. Hopefully he'll get patched up at halftime and come back on. I think it's Hibbs who've definitely been the more impressive side here, albeit Kelly have had a little bit of the ball. But as I say, only really one chance of note. So Hibbs go into the break leading through. Lewis Miller strike. It's Kilmarnock nil, Hibbs one. I'll give you a roundup of the scores across all four divisions next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time in the three o'clock kickoffs across Scotland. I'll give you an update on all the scores across the four divisions. It was an early game between St Johnston and Rangers, and it was St Johnston nil, Rangers two at half time. It's Celtic nil, Dundee nil, Hearts one, Aberdeen nil, Kilmarnock nil, Hibs one, Motherwell nil, St Mirren nil, and just 42 minutes gone between Ross County and Livingston nil nil in that game as well in the championship are both two Airdrieonians nil Dundee United 1 Morton nil Queen's Park nil Dunfermline nil Wraith Rovers nil Inverness nil in League 1 Annan 1 Stirling nil Cove Rangers 1 Kelty Hearts 2 Falkirk nil Queen of the South nil Hamilton nil Alloa nil Montrose 4 Edinburgh City nil in League 2 East Fife 1 Clyde nil Elgin City 1 Dumbarton nil 4 for 1 Spartans 2 Peterhead nil Bonnie Rig Rose nil Stenhouse Muir 2 Stranraer nil and in the English Premier League it was Wolves 1 Liverpool 3 in the early kickoff at half time in the 3 o'clock games Aston Villa nil Crystal Palace nil Fulham nil Luton nil Manchester United nil Brighton 1 Tottenham nil Sheffield United nil and West Ham 1 Manchester City nil we'll get the second halves up and running next the winning team all season long this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 
Second half's just getting underway around Scotland. Let's see if we can try and go back to Celtic Park. Are you back underway, Roger? Not quite, Andrew. The teams are out. There is a change for Celtic at a break, but it is not Kyogo. He is out. He is fit. He is ready to start after that injury scare in the first half. Interestingly, the change is the introduction of Gustav Lagerby-Elk at the back. Matt Phillips, who made his debut in the first half after his loan move from Liverpool, is off. I don't know whether that's an injury or whether it's just he was only getting 45 minutes. He has had a couple of knocks in the time that he's been at the football club. But Phillips is off, Lagerbielk is on, and of course, most interestingly for all Celtic fans, Kyogo stays on the pitch after that scare in the first half. We're just underway again at Celtic Park. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Planning your holiday? Get essential health advice and medication before you travel Yes, back underway and some interesting news there I mean, we can only speculate as to why Nat Phillips has been taken off It's a very odd day altogether at Celtic Park Kyogo wanders off the park, wanders back on He looks as if he's in real trouble with the shoulder And yet remains, and every minute he remains on that pitch Increases the likelihood of the shoulder going again Nat Phillips goes off we're not sure whether that's a, a, a measure taken with Rotterdam in mind or what is going on. Lagerbielka on for the second half. All very peculiar. No Rio Hatati. I would have thought that he would have been my first second half substitution because clearly they're halfway towards another St Johnston result. No goals first half. One chopped off for being offside. But clearly Celtic struggling to put the ball in the net and all sorts of peculiar things going on regarding Kyogo and Nat Phillips. The Phillips one's interesting, Hugh, because if you look, I don't think he's played a lot of first-team football um, since the turn of the year. Um, So he may have just been feeling the pace or whatever it may be. They may just be looking after him. Uh, You're right. Um, I think that the fans going along today would have been looking for a bit of entertainment, a bit yeah. of goals, a bit of a bit of quickness about their play. That may happen in the second half. We've seen it before, even under Postacoglu, and I know that sometimes that sort of a rod gets thrown at Brendan Rodgers. Well, with the way we played last year and fast-flowing football, I watched a few games last year at Celtic, and it it took to that second half before they really came alive. So, but they need a big improvement. They, they, they should be beating teams like Dundee. As I said, we started the day going on and on, on about Michael Beale. Celtic can't afford another goalless draw against bottom half of the league opposition at Celtic Park in quick succession. St Johnston got 0-0. Dundee are halfway towards getting 0-0. Celtic, you know, I do take Mark's point that they won at Petaudry, they won at Ibrooks, But you ha- you throw back at that argument but didn't beat St Johnston at Celtic Park and so far can't beat Dundee at Celtic Park. Ewan Henderson with a goal early in the half for Hamilton. They're 1-0 up against Alloa. A couple of changes for St Mirren and Stephen Robinson. 0-0 against Motherwell at the moment, but maybe not liking what he's seeing. Richard Taylor comes off, as does Caelan Boyd-Munz. And it's Keanu Bacchus and Charles Dunn that come on. But why don't we set this up, Hugh, before there are any goals in the second half? The second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online.
I think this is tricky. Mm. I'm looking at Anton Deck here to see if they can get this one very quickly. But I have played alongside J. Emmanuel Thomas and Martin Cannon. I have been managed by Mixu Patalainen and Oran Kearney. I was once nominated for the SPFA Players Player of the Year and I have scored at every level of international football from under 16 up. Who am I? Played alongside alongside J. Emmanuel Thomas and Martin Cannon. Been managed by Mixu Patalainen and Oran Kearney. Once nominated for the SPFA Players Player of the Year and... I have scored at every level of international football from under 16s up. Who am I? A lot of information in there. So if you want to see that written down at Clyde SSB, and if you want to tweet us your answer <laughs> at Clyde SSB as well, Gordon D. Ellis just showed like his guess to Hugh, Hugh Keevans, and I have never seen Hugh <laughs> made that face in my life Hugh. before. I, I, I just a plain simple. Right, no, just no, no, uh, tell okay. Andrew who you guessed there because nobody will. Out there will guess this I thought the same as you Hugh Your facial expression I just I, I quick guess I went for Michael O'Neill Michael O'Neill Think of the clues think, think Played of with J. Emmanuel Thomas Yeah Martin Cannon Martin Cannon yes Where did Michael O'Neill Play with Martin Cannon Managed by Oren Kearney How much older is Michael you, O'Neill and Oren Kearney By no, the way I was managed with him once was Michael it? O'Neill Yeah Are you th- who are you thinking? I was only kidding. Michael O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting mixed up with Michael O'Neill. He must Halloran. be a good few years older I than to, Oran I, Kearney. I want oh. it again. I want it again early. Oh, you certainly did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't listen to a full question, I've got to say. Dunfermline 1 0 up away to Queen's Park. Lewis McCann with the goal for the visitors in that game. Also a goal for Odson Edward and Crystal Palace. Had a good start he's to the season. Odson yeah. Edward. Yeah, yep. he's on fire. Roy Hodgson missing that match today because of illness. Dude. Yeah, I did see that. Mm. Hope everything's all right there. Absolutely. VAR review with MD Green Pharmacy. Well, a free kick has been given to Celtic at the edge of the box. However, they're looking to see whether it's a penalty, and it is a penalty oh. to Celtic. Well. So they have the chance from the spot. Oh, well. Who's. Uh... The penalty taker Turnbull will be surely What not Turnbull took the one Was it the first game of the season Mm. Yeah Uh, Yeah it will be David Turnbull to take It was on the Right on the line I take it the fill Was it Andrew Yeah One of those right on the line Initially given outside the box Of course VAR check them Just to make sure whether The contact was actually inside Or continued Inside the box Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Smashed down the middle by mm. David Turnbull Celtic 1, Dundee 0 And they do have the lead at Celtic Park And I said they should have taken Turnbull off at half time And brought on <laughs> Rio Hatati. Uh So, you know, flawless record Yeah, it was David Turnbull that was originally fouled It was initially given outside the box But after a bit of deliberation It had been looked at I think Turnbull had just got his foot in there first And the Sort of back of his leg was kicked. Definitely inside the box. Definitely a penalty. And David Turnbull dispatches. I'm for delighted. One I'm delighted for that. yeah. I'm delighted for Turnbull because yeah. I think Hugh was not the only one who'd probably say, well, we want Hatati on. Uh, who are you going to replace? Obviously Turnbull. And uh, he's got his goal. And um, 
It was him that got the, uh, the penalty kick as well. You've got to add that in. So, delighted for him. Brendan Rodgers looking for a quick response. Certainly got it. Can they go on now and get a comfortable win and a comfortable afternoon? Yeah, it's, a, it's just a great time to get a goal, isn't yeah. it? Five minutes after the break. Well, for everybody involved, the players are, are looking um, for maybe somebody else, one of their big players, to step up and, and do something else in the game. But the manager, after he's had a chat with him, expects a response when you get it within five minutes then it's obviously very pleasing and you just wonder how they're building that because look we spent a lot of today's game at McDermott Park saying that one wasn't enough and it wasn't entertaining and there was the big gap in between that first goal and second goal needs to be better it'll be interesting to see if Celtic can then produce better Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy a goal at Fur Park Yes Changes at half time For St Mirren To Motherwell It's Motherwell nil yeah. St Mirren one, And it's Scott Tanzer With the goal It was a low left footed volley At the back post It was Ryan Strain With the cross And St Mirren have the lead Ten minutes after the break Called oh, it so, ah, right, I thought you were Sort of a building that up there And well, saying I just, Motherwell I was, I was keeping you guessing so St Mirren have taken Mirren the lead have taken Tanzer, a lead. Scott when, he, when he says <laughs> yeah, when, I say, when I say Motherwell nil St Mirren won that'll yeah, probably do it I yeah. think you threw me there with that one yeah. I found St Mirren I fancied St Mirren strongly today started the season very well you've just got a solidity about them hold there 1-1 one, maybe not oh, no. with M&D Green Pharmacy there's going to be a check for offside on that one. Oh, I'll tell you what, the groundsman's very good there with the lines. Let me tell you right now, that's offside. Where's the where's the where's the wishart man? Don't start that debate with yeah. the, the lines <laughs> and how accurate the Where's the Wishart man? Where's that two hundred and twenty appearance man? Don he saying yet? Don Robertson is the VAR, so they'll be drawing the lines at Clydesdale House to see whether St Mirren have in fact taken the lead or not. Ooh, just take a line off my bedroom window It just goes right along for <laughs> <laughs> And you, you'll get a good offside mm. Things you never thought you'd hear said I think the less said about it the better yeah, that's his bedroom <laughs> window ah, That sorry went quiet that Goal Goal. given ah. St Mirren have the lead against Motherwell St Mirren, I mean, there's obviously been a lot of talk about both teams Maybe Motherwell have had a, a bit more of the spotlight over the last couple of weeks but St Mirren just consistently so good under Stephen Robinson at the moment they have a game plan they stick to it and more often than not they execute it very well well I don't know if you i seen St Mirren the first game of the season at Easter Road and I've got to say bumper crowd is there and they were excellent that day and they did lose two slack goals but they had the character to come back and score a winner against Tibbs and um They've been excellent. The reason Motherwell got the spotlight is quite simple. Motherwell sitting in second place just now. Um, okay, St Mirren, if that result stands, will leapfrog them. But St Mir- uh, Motherwell and St Mirren both have been excellent so far this season. Stenhouse Muir 3, Stranraer 0. It's a goal for Gregor Buchanan. What about the Seagulls, Hugh? 2 0 up at Old Trafford. Ah. Pascal Gross. But I told you, Eric Ten Hag is a dud. And <laughs> he will have to be got rid of by Manchester United on and off the park Manchester United are a shambles just to be clear you don't rate them no no okay just double checking uh, as they say in the Hague in Holland Eric Ten Hag is a dud <laughs> is that what they say yeah or do you just make that up I just made it up okay that's fine yeah big goal for 
St Mirren a chance for Dundee actually McCowan wide should have hit the target really it was a good move by Dundee their first real spell forward of He's the match good. McCowan uh, so yeah. far this season a terrific goal a couple of weeks back but a good young player real standout for them wonder how the boy Beck's doing Gordon Duncan rightly pointed it left back for Dundee very much like Andy, Andy Robertson. Robertson the way yeah. he moves and the way he have handles the that? ball have you seen him? Have you seen him, Andrew? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He, uh, he surprised me. I thought he was a double Andy Robertson. A Mark calls him boss as well. <laughs> All right, bet. Come on, boss. <laughs> We're talking sort of Dun- Dundee United, Andy Robertson days, are we? Yeah. 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 I remember those days. He was uh, still wearing these Did trade. you ever model yourself on? What player did you model yourself on? You must me, have. Me, Cafu. Were you asking right if he back. modelled his game off of Andy Robertson? No Do you have I, any concept of what age anyone is? That's a running theme of no, today's no, show No, 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 I didn't ask if, if you open the, your ears a little bit there, Andrew You will probably hear what I was trying to say <laughs> Open your ears, Andrew I said That's some advice I said, uh, did you model yourself and What player did you model yourself on? Oh, who did I model myself on? Um oh, Ned, I can't, I can't oh, think Because a kid, you must have Everybody Right, okay, you give me yours. I was Douglas. <laughs> you cannot get further away from Kenny I Douglas. Was King Kenny, King Gordon, King Kenny down Herbals Road, oh, down the Dutchy Park. So, what game of what part of your game resembles King Kenny's? Just ah, the link up, play the goal scoring. They the both have two of, legs and two arms. Yeah, <laughs> I played against them, played against my hero. Got to say, right. that was a learning curve played. <laughs> Played Liverpool at Did Ibrox. they say anything to you? Did oh, they say I, you I, remind me I, Of me When I was your honestly, age Honestly I had my autograph book out In the, uh, the tunnel Try to get uh, An autograph of them Brilliant Never get near them in the game They were absolutely fantastic Couple of changes for Celtic Rio Hitati Coming yeah. on And Lewis Palma That'll well. be a good one Celtic fans interested to see him handed the number 7 jersey so who, who goes off to accommodate Palma then? Just waiting to see at the moment Be Yang you'd imagine yeah. Would it? You would expect so. Will he take Turnbull off? Or will he... Because you can't see him taking Riley, can you? I wonder how he's playing today. Well, uh, we're back... That's your mate. You know, you're a pal there. It's only fair to say that Celtic are in the position that Rangers were in ever under the... One up. You haven't finalised the deal. You know, they need to get a second goal, Celtic. And uh, Dundee apparently went close uh, a couple of minutes ago, so... Celtic are in the position that Rangers were in a few hours ago. An update from Dave Galloway at Tyne Castle. It's something we've heard quite a few times. Duke goes down in the box. Referee not interested. <laughs> he does go down very oh. easily. Very easily. He's a terrific player, by the way. I'm surprised that Aberdeen were strong enough to keep a hold of him. I thought somebody might have tested their resolve in that one. And Miofsky, but well done to him for hanging on. But he needs to stay in his feet, Duke. The two players coming off, David Turnbull and Yang. Yeah. Mm. Only natural Like for like I think there'll be a, a bit of criticism Maybe in the early stages Of this season Of Celtic And their set piece deliveries Palmer Lewis Palmer That's very much His Yeah Not his full game But he's certainly uh, Considered a, a set piece specialist I think they need somebody In there Now Turnbull You know Of course can deliver But I wouldn't call him an expert I wouldn't say when Celtic Get a free kick in Around the box Or You know Turnbull's got a chance here Very few would he put in at wax and the delivery for corner kicks very few goals from corner kicks for a Celtic persuasion and people always label that at the height or, or people attack the ball but 
If you get the delivery spot on, how many times you see at Rangers with James Tavernier, then it causes panic in the opposition box. So if he can bring that to Celtic, then it's another plus point for Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, we'll see if Lewis Palmer goes straight on to set pieces or not. Morton have equalised against Dundee United. Robbie Muirhead with the goal. Is the comeback on for Edinburgh City? 4-1 Now Lee Hamilton has a goal <laughs> Only if Half an hour to go players walk off Maybe But <laughs> Not a chance At least they've scored Yeah so First glimpse Of Lewis Palma For These Celtic supporters a, They'll a be really reception. happy To see Rio Hitati As well though Given You know Just how good he was Last season Has had a disrupted start To this campaign Was maybe out of favour Right well, at the start Of the, the season By we, Brendan Rodgers yeah. Then picked up an injury They'll be hoping that he can really kickstart his campaign now. Reading Brendan Rogers this morning and, and seeing that things were now settled, the transfer window closing obviously helps that. And he's maybe just had a rethink, part contract talks, uh, put that in the back burner for the time being. And he needs to go on with his football. He needs to get back in the Celtic starting lineup. And of course, injuries hampered that. But the injury's now away. He needs to now make this position his own and start playing like he did last season because he was a standout midfielder. In Scotland but Talk about McGregor McGregor's just consistent But Hatati made things happen And he was a joy to watch Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy It's all going well for Nick Montgomery Kilmarnock Nell oh. Hibbs too It's Dylan Venter with the goal this time And looks as if He's on his way to three points In his first match in charge You cannot mm. ask better than that um, He left out a uh, Hibbs great and Paul Hanlon uh, for today's game and, and Dylan Venti who I take it came off the bench to score that goal I think there was a late change to the starting was lineup there? for uh, Dylan Venti I'll double check that but I believe there was a, a late change but you just cannot better that you know get a nice convincing away win there's a big Edinburgh derby coming up first week in October uh, you know Nick Montgomery he's not that experienced a manager you know, he's at about 60 games as a manager. Bit of a strange one. Hibbs actually tweeted the starting lineup, the graphic that you normally see with the, the starting 11, with Adam LaFondra in the starting lineup, and then tweeted afterwards, correction, Dylan Ventis starts, Adam LaFondra's on the bench. So it's not as if LaFondra's dropped out the squad. Oh. So I don't know whether it's someone in the media team has got it wrong, but either way, Dylan Ventis started and he's got his goal. Could be a m- mistake, Andrew. You should know that You've made plenty of them yourself Throughout <laughs> your career um, But It's not about The team sheet And the mistakes It's all about The three points And That would be a terrific start Would it not And I think oh. their home game St Johnston next week Am I yeah. right in that So you'd fancy them To go off to a real good start Momentum's everything uh, It would lift them Up that league a little bit Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy no worries about his shoulder. Celtic to Dundee nil, and it's Kyogo with the goal. A close range header. The ball was dinked in from the right. Flashed that header past Trevor Carson. Dundee were down to 10 men at the time. Bakayoko was hurt, and Celtic made the most of it. Well, uh, real concerns first half because Kyogo went off up the tunnel and looked to be in severe pain with that shoulder injury. But, uh, you know, as I say, no Kyogo, no threat. For Celtic I mean, the, the, the goal at Ibrooks Sensational Now he's got another one And if they are to have any Hopes in the Champions League They need Kyogo there Yeah It's what he's there for Weeds the line well Scores goals There when his team needs him And today No different um, 
And fair play to him because if he has got a problem with that shoulder, we have seen him going off early in games, but he obviously thought today it was fixable and he was willing to graft and he's got his goal. Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. I said it was all going well for Nick Montgomery. However, mm. Kilmarnock have one back. Kilmarnock one, Hibs two, Kyle Sell gives Kilmarnock a lifeline and back in that game so it's not going to be plain sailing for Nick Montgomery at Rugby Park have we gone too early have we gone too early with a fantastic start mm. I also said there may be a, a comeback in the Montrose Edinburgh City game but Montrose we... scored again instantly ah, in his 5-1 yeah. so, well, but, uh, yeah, a, a, big goal for Kilmarnock though at Rugby Park because massive. they had obviously maybe struggled in the last few weeks after a good start to the season but Derek McInnes will be hoping that they can really test that Hibs backline now. Yeah, certainly will. Try and put a bit of pressure on. Still plenty of time to go. Uh, games usually finish round about quarter past five nowadays. Um, so, that's... Tell you what, the games can keep coming because the goals are... Ooh, yes. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Hearts 2, oh. Aberdeen 0, Liam Boyce with the tap-in. And they now have doubled their advantage at Tynecastle. And in that game that we said both teams could really do with all three points, it well, looks as if it's going to be Stephen A. Smith's side. Barry Robson very quickly will come under pressure because this will be uh, Aberdeen remaining joint bottom of the table. Uh, they haven't uh, had any kind of start to the season. They've got Eintracht Frankfurt away in the uh, Europa Conference League next Thursday. And you know, I know that he had a good start to management life in Aberdeen, but it's all gone wrong. <laughs> VAR review oh. with M&D Green Pharmacy. Hold that thought. Check for a possible offside for that goal for Liam Boyce. So oh. we will see whether it is 2-0, but very quickly, given. So yeah. it is 2-0. Hart Celtic looking rampant now. Alistair Johnson with a shot, that one coming off the bar. They'll that be looking to extend much, that lead to yeah. make it a convincing one. Much better second half from Celtic. Brendan Rodgers, whatever he said at half-time, and John Kennedy and the backroom team. It's obviously working. It always helps when you get a goal early into the second half. And again, I'll go back to what I said in the first half, that you start to relax on the pitch. Uh, you start, you know, confidence levels go up. Uh, and when you've got guys like Kyogo and, you know, the quality run about you, you've got guys like Palmer coming off the bench, and it's only going to go one way for you. It is only going one way for Celtic Celtic 3, Dundee 0 Matt O'Reilly with the goal this time Guides that one home And plain sailing for Celtic and Brendan Rodgers You see? He just looked at me (laughs) You get a bit of life about you (laughs) I love the way you dress yourself, Hugh This could be anything now, says... Uh, Roger Hanna It's amazing what uh, look, Going back to that What that goal does Just settles you down And things Suddenly start clicking into place The passes Go where they're intended to go Runners seem to Start to go beyond the striker Gaps open up And they're exploiting that Celtic And it really takes the steam Out of Dundee As well When it is only one goal They've got that sort of You know Psychological thing In the back of their head That they could get back into this game when it goes two, when it goes three, oh, you're with 20, 25 yeah. minutes. When it goes yeah. three, the first thing you do as a player and manager, you look at the clock. 
think I, th- yeah, I, I thought you were going to say look at the dugout and no, try no, and get no, taken no. off. Oh, I've been there. Uh, you look at that clock and think, oh, can't I wait till that says 90 plus. Mm, what am I having for dinner? Oh, I wonder. Well, it's, yeah, a long, the it's a long afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long By afternoon. Way, I'm not even joking. Sometimes I was on there thinking, oh, oh I can't uh, wait to a Chinese tonight. <laughs> Just get this <laughs> well, done with. Well, I had the prawn crackers. <laughs> well, standing oh, ovation from the Celtic Park crowd for Kyogo, who makes his way off the park, and it will be O that comes on to replace him. Well, there's no point in uh, uh, having the risk of injury there with Kyogo. He will certainly be needed uh, in uh, Rotterdam on Tuesday and every game thereafter. But Celtic will one day have to address this shoulder problem and have to get an operation for him. But uh, right you now, know what? Valuable. I think that'll be done to the player here. I think they would have said to him, what do you want? And it comes that it boils down to it. It is down to the player. If he says, Listen, I'm fit and I'm happy to go as long as I can um until the end of the season get this sorted, then so be it. We're hearing about the matter really go very similar to some of these chances he missed against St Johnson. Um final act goes, of the game for Kyogo really, wasn't it? Cutting it back from that O'Reilly. But it goes to show you fine margins, you know, St Johnson goalkeeper saving a couple of those today, Matt O'Reilly, finishing that one. So I uh, it's turned out a good afternoon, a comfortable afternoon for Celtic in the end. Sticky first half, but improvements in the second. I told you about O'Reilly. Gets his cell into brilliant positions. His timing's very, very good for a midfield player. Gets himself in there, very hard to pick up. He just needs to, for him to be, he is a very, very good footballer, let's be honest about it. But just to go that next step, the way he plays, the way he gets into good positions, he's comfortable with the ball at his feet. If he adds goals to his game, which he's capable of doing, he Remember, can go anywhere. Rejected, was that £10 million pounds they rejected? Yep. Leeds From Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. yeah. So that shows you the level that he's thought of down south and he could go even further. I mean, you look at his past two seasons in terms of goal scoring, four in his first season at Celtic, four last season at Celtic. He seems to be getting into more goal scoring positions now with the way that Brendan Rodgers is... Utilizing. I think, well, we hear Brendan Rodgers when he came in first time around, he gave people targets, specific individual targets to hit. And I think the players relish that when they know what they're working towards. I think Matt Riley will be a prime example of that. I think he would have sat him down and seen the positions he gets in and says, listen, you probably need to get in double figures this season. And he started the right way, but it's about putting himself in those positions. Now, he's not going to take them all, every chance, but as long as he takes, you know, the odd one here and there. He'll end up in double figures before the end of the season. Hugh, let's get some wrong answers on this teaser. Can you read it Quite out again? Difficult. I have played alongside J. Emmanuel Thomas and Martin Canning. I've been managed by Mitsu Patalainen and Oran Kearney. I was once nominated for the SPFA Players Player of the Year. And I have scored at every level of international football from under-16s up. Who am I? I think Mark and Gordon are struggling and mm. quite a few out there struggling as well. Stephen Slater says Connor Salmon. No. Alistair Gill and Josh Thompson both say James McFadden. Oh, no. just wrote that, didn't they? Max is going for Stephen Fletcher. Don't bother. Hey, Slinky Jerry goes for Kyle Lafferty. No. Paul Nimmo says Lewis Morgan. No. Milo Lorimer says Alex Gogic. No. Oh. Gary Shields sure, mate, has gone for Glenn Kamara. Did he did he win that player of the year? Nominated. Right, that puts me out then. I've got to go for somebody else. Just nominated. No. There is I can see at least one right answer out there. What is it? 
<laughs> Not falling it, for that. It one. is very difficult. Three changes for Aberdeen as they look to get back into the game at Tynecastle. A Baron, Gay, and Sockler replace McGrath, Clarkson, and Miofsky. Something had to change for Barry Robson there. Oh, uh, as I say, you know, European results not the best. Eintracht Frankfurt potential horror story for him midweek. Joint bottom of the Premiership table tonight. Uh, you know, we talk about the Celtic game at Pataudry. I mean, Celtic really. We're all over them And it's not Been good for Barry Robson And it, I don't think He's taking it Seriously enough You know He keeps saying Oh it'll be fine It'll be fine I know Where we're going No you clearly don't How do Aberdeen view This game Midweek Because When things are going well And you've got European matches They're great occasions For the fans To be able to go And you know Travel Europe And, and see your team But they can be An Unwanted distraction Can't they When things are going Aren't going yeah, well Domestically Possibly And I no think... one's expecting Aberdeen to get any results However If you're on the end Of some hidings Then It, it really doesn't Complement things well No But I think For teams who are used To being in Europe Year after year And things aren't going well It could maybe Become a distraction But I think for Aberdeen When you've been starved Of European football Over the years Then I think European football At any level Is a bonus I think the fans Will relish it I think the players will relish the opportunity of playing European football and Barry as well, even though he is going through a tough time because Hugh rightly says it could be bad. However, the flip side of that coin is if you go and actually do well, that might just be the catalyst to kickstart your season. So we'll see how they go, but yeah. it's not going well for Barry. He's got a good squad of players and he mm. needs to get better at them. A Celtic debut for Paolo Bernardo who will introduce himself to the Celtic crowd Matt O'Reilly just moments after making it 3-0 makes way Again that's with Rotterdam in mind you have to think uh, and also 3-0 you're comfortable you're home and hosed you can let the crowd have a look at another new signing and the, the, they'll enjoy that very much Speaking of 3-0 Hugh Seagulls at Old Trafford 3-0 ah, up Tell you what, you okay. might not be wrong. Hey. Three 0 at home at Old that's Trafford. A, that, that's a sacking result. Oh. Mm, well, I don't see any way back for Manchester. I, I've got to say, right, and I, please gamble responsibly. Yeah. I put I kept on. I put Brighton to win today, but that that tells you the story. I'm Man United. That's not a big shock, really, for me. But you know, he's getting getting everything wrong off the park as well mm. Ten Hag wish Man United would score right enough for me the old both teams to score I'll tell you what they have Hannibal Mesrich oh, just scored right Manchester team. United won Brighton oh, three. another six teams you, now why don't the, the, by the way quiet. the timing of that could not have been more impeccable <laughs> as you said I hope I need Manchester United to score they've scored Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham 1-0 down at home oh, to Sheffield United oh, as well for manager had a year yeah <laughs> manager of, of course though as talking about any coupons please gamble responsibly of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't look at my coupon I <laughs> red ah, Especially that spot in my beak That I got pelters <laughs> for the other night On the camera You need to get a bit of cream in that uh, Sun the cream, cream. There being about a litre of cream put ah, on dip that. it in a bucket of cream I still can't fill it <laughs> No goals in the last few moments Where could there be I mean there's still a bit of time We're going into the last 15 minutes Or so There's still time possibly well, For mother world. a bit you of late drama oh, Just 1-0 yeah. up And of course Kilmarnock And Hibs yeah. as well 
Uh, Ross County 1-0 up against Livingston it's a goal for Simon Murray and he's put them 1-0 up in that later yeah. kick-off they're looking good he's been. Ross County ever since the first day of the season at Celtic Park looking good uh, it was how much scored down at Rugby Park wasn't it mm-hmm. with a header yeah. so when you've got White and you've got Murray up front and you've got Danda delivering the way he does you've always got a chance of scoring goals and Damon Brophy Brophy yeah who's having to you know be the Backup act to to those two, but Malcolm McKay signed well in that January window. Couldn't tell you because Livingston have lost the most amount of goals in the Premier League from set plays. Mysterious stat two from <laughs> Daz today. No idea where you pull these Why the most random stats. Uh, hold on, and do you know that the lad Danda that you're talking about has produced the most uh, from free kicks? Produ- produced the most. Yeah, produced the most what? goals <laughs> from free kicks, as in. Setting them up yeah. Scoring them Setting them up Okay There we go Good Good Better knowledge at, That's what the people that's, Tune in that's for That's why you're here so That's why you're in the car right now are Look, thinking, I'm having, these, guys, these guys are getting sent to games They're not doing their homework It's about time they get pulled up I'm having to do a double job Only get paid one week's wages <laughs> We've not even got anyone At Ross County Livingston <laughs> <laughs> Send them to Ross County Next week Andrew <laughs> Oh, that's Dingwall a good point actually If you fancy being our Dingwall nah. correspondent I'm more than happy to set that Why don't we, we get out to a game That's what we should do Get sent out to a game No it's good. Good. The, the winter days are coming in Mark we'll uh, Take just a wee ca- heater Calm ca- ca- your, ca- your jets I've been in that camp It's not very good out there Your heart's looking good against Aberdeen If any goal is to go in there It looks as if it will be a third for hearts Because Oh yeah, this must be worrying for, for Barry Robson But this will be a good win for Stephen A. Smith and Frankie McAvoy If they can get it Needed it, the way results have been going Recently for them uh, And performances not being good enough uh, Motherwell going there And beating them The fans again voicing their opinions But by the way, it's not easy for any manager out there Because you get two bad results And you're immediately under pressure The landscape's just changed so much now With football ownership and managers It's it's hard to survive so but they're all aware of it when they go in they know what they're getting into doesn't make it any easier though when you're standing on the touchline taking the flak and Nick Montgomery is getting the full test today he's got the yeah. test first of all of going to Rugby Park getting his side ahead against a stubborn Kilmarnock side and then after that he's now being tested defensively can his side hold on to a 2-1 lead so the Hibs fans will get you know, a good range of what Nick Montgomery's capable of today. Yeah, if he survives, then it's the best possible start for him. It, it was a, I still think it was a bold move by Hibbs. Uh, as Michelle said earlier on, you know, if you work in the A League down under and you come here, you are automatically compared to Ange Postacoglu, which is deeply unfair. Ange Postacoglu had a Lengthy and illustrious managerial career before he even got here. Nick Montgomery has had roughly 60 games as a manager. But if he survives and the defence holds out, it's a great platform from which to build. You say it's a bold move. It doesn't necessarily mean negative, though. No, because. No, no, but you're thinking outside the box. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they didn't give Jack Ross long enough, sacked him. They brought in Sean Maloney and after 19 games they got rid of Sean Maloney and the club said at the time that they, they had known for some time short of the, the 19 games that Sean Maloney wasn't right for them. And then, you know, Lee Johnson 
who was never a proper fit. And we are talking about the influence of Europe earlier on. You know, when, when he went abroad with Hibs and then told the fans to calm down when they were losing 2-0 to the butchers and candlestick makers, uh, <laughs> then, you know, you, you just can't have that. And Lee Johnson walks right in and Fleetwood looking for that big manager bounce this afternoon against Bristol. 2-0 down. Ah, yeah. It's amazing eh? ah. how, how managers just yeah. over over five hundred games as a manager. Lee Johnson. Yeah, he just changes badges. There's so, so, there's somebody he must have the best PR company yeah. in the universe, and he must be alongside Frank Lampard. <laughs> alongside, <laughs> you've added that ah, uh, <laughs> alongside, alongside. <laughs> but so, um, it should be a good start for Hibs. Down at Kilmarnock yesterday, speaking to Derek McInnes about. Coming up against Nick Montgomery One of the last times the two met Was at the, the Battle of Bramall Lane yeah. In 2002 He was reminiscing over it And we actually watched the highlights after it. West Brom a, a crazy game, West Brom yep. Scored yes. an unbelievable goal in that game Sheffield By the way, he came United. to him at the edge of the box And Sheffield United Quite a few of their players just lost their head Game ended up getting abandoned Because they didn't well, I mean, they were down to six men, I think it was, at one point. I think they had three red cards. Two players ended up just sitting down and, and saying, oh, I can't continue because <laughs> I'm injured. But game the, management. By the way, the, Derek McInnes was on the receiving end of a headbutt. From right? Morgan. From, was that who it was? I can't remember the name. And Center half. The, <laughs> the video of it is incredible because he's standing about a foot away from the referee. And sometimes, you know, players are maybe a bit subtle with these things. Mm. He just storms up to Derek McInnes and goes, cranks his neck, <laughs> full headbutt onto his eyebrow and just bursts it open. It's crazy. Was Did certainly Derek I think, roll Derek, about in the ground. Well, like, to be fair, he was, he was back up pretty quickly, but he uh, he was the one afterwards that was he was wanting the game to continue. He didn't want it to get abandoned. He was in, you know, the receiving end of quite a bit of treatment. Called it, you know, a dark day for. English football but it all seemed to be you know Sheffield United imploding rather than anything to do with West Brom I like this quote about Nick Montgomery did you see Nick Montgomery that I'll day I'll hold you there Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Kilmarnock 2 Hibs 2 and it's a goal for Joe Wright and Nick Montgomery's side at the moment unable to hang on what Nick needs to avoid more than anything is a third <laughs> command goal here from a two goal start. You cannot be losing that 3 2. And in fact, even the 2 2 draw will displease the travelling fans. So Nick Montgomery is getting the full introduction to Scotland. You say it'll displease them, but I suppose it completely depends on the performance because if Hibs fans have gone there and watched Hibs perform, very well They may still take A lot of positives Away from it I, Despite the fact That they've not I Had the result I don't think Any group of fans Hibs or any other club Take a two goal lead Watch it turn into A 2-2 two -two draw I think it can be different When it's a manager's First game Do you not think so If if, if the manager Is showing signs Of improvement yeah. And the team Look a lot better well, They may be disappointed At the result But they can still Take positives away from it It's a period of grace yeah, For a new manager Yeah but Not if he loses a third I, I still think you I, I I totally get what you're saying It's not an ideal start And people say Well what has he been doing But he's not been in the door that long I think the finger then gets pointed firmly at the players 
you know, it's the players who are soft and keep conceding goals at Hibs. There needs to be some sort of resilience in there. It doesn't matter what they do. They change the back line all the time. Bashiri's back in the day. It's the same result. They can't keep a clean sheet. Gordon, you were having a go at Fraser earlier on because he, uh, he didn't get invited along to the Motherwell golf day. Yeah. I think he's got his own back on you. What's he got? He, s- he sent, me, sent me some screenshots from some preview articles for today's Scottish Premiership matches from a big broadcasting corporation. And at the bottom of each of them, it has a section just that says, Did you know? with a little stat at the bottom of each one that just happened to be <laughs> word it. for word the stats that Gordon DL has been what giving sta- us throughout what today what stats is that Ross County <laughs> midfielder Jan Danda has created more chances from set plays oh, in this man, season's premiership than any I other I believe people are stealing my stats Motherwell have won three, consecu- three successive league games uh, and last oh, one four on the spin in February 2019 a run of six the last was a run of six under Stephen, Stephen Robertson. Robinson. The exact <laughs> stats that you were reading out to so us earlier people, on. No, so what we're really saying here is there's someone out there very cleverly tuning in, listen to me, and now they're falling up with stats. Definitely. These preview articles that are published Play way in advance of yeah. the game, someone has decided to go into them and edit them with listen, your stats. Huh? He See, is the guy with the same homework <laughs> as the guy that sits next to him, he's pal and hand and oh, there you go. Oh, I used to get me doing my homework. <laughs> and never mind uh, sitting next to him. <laughs> well done, Fraser. <sighs> See, you go <laughs> after you go after Wisher and Wisher <laughs> the detective. Do you know something? <laughs> just, just, just take, just take the the hit that you didn't get invited to the Motherwell day. You know what I mean? Don't try and bite back at people. That's just jealous. He's incredible. I don't even want a full time report from Fraser. I just want him to come on and slaughter Gordon. Ah, no, he's to defend himself. Warzo. Ah, guy, old Fraser. Eh? Right, I'm going to have a go at the full-time teaser. <laughs> Wraith Rovers 1, Inverness 0, a goal for James Gullen. Jason Thompson's been sent off for Kelty Hearts as well. There had been no Erling Haaland goal today up until now, the 86th minute of the game. Scored of course, again. he's on the score sheet. That's where it all started for him, was it all last year? Against West Ham. West Ham. Yep, it started with a couple there and never stopped. Right, go for it. Go at the teaser. Go. Just before that, Roger says he's glad that those are the types of websites that you're scouring on a Friday night. Uh, uh, <sighs> do you know, that's, I tell you what, you'd take no credit in this. I'm, this is who I'm going for here. Right, just hold it up, Dazzler. Right. This is the man who played alongside G. Emmanuel Thomas and Martin Canning, was managed by Mick Zupatalainen and Oren Kearney. Ah, got it. Was once nominated for the SPFA Players Player of the Year and has scored at every got level it. of international football from under-16s up. Got it. And you have indeed got it. <laughs> There's your dinner. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll wrap it up, shall we? Oh. The second half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Gordon uh, DL with the 90 min- 90th minute oh, tap in there Right in at the back post he was I have played alongside G. Emmanuel Thomas and Martin Canning I've been managed by Mixu Patalain and Oran Kearney I was once nominated for the SBFA's Players Player of the Year And I've scored at every level of international football from under 16s up I am 
Dean Shields Dean Shields it is and there were a few people that got it quicker than Gordon oh, well. DL as well on the podium third place is Kyle B1872 in second place Ryan Hunter and well done to I Need Your Mikey who was in first place right. it shows you're working how'd you get I that to, who'd, to, who'd they play for oh, to, scouring more websites Dingwall Dingwall oh well, there has been a goal Press in Dingwall Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Ross County 1 Livingston 1 Bruce Anderson with the goal Remember that was a later kick-off Kicked off around 15 minutes after the rest of the game So only 72 minutes gone there Plenty of time for a winner for either side But it's Bruce Anderson on the score sheet And it's one all between those teams There's a real turn for them Bruce Anderson and uh, they're next up for Celtic away next uh, Saturday lunchtime. Mother will have just hit the bar. George Gents looking for that oh. equaliser, but unable to get it. They're pushing to try and get at least a point out of St Mirren, who lead 1 0 at the moment. Be a terrific result, that, mm. if it stays the same for St Mirren. What a start to the season. Two wins already, two draws under. I'd put them in the second, Mark. That certainly would. Yeah. Not a good day for Airdrionians because despite the fact that they're playing against 10 men now, they're 4-0 down Oof. to Arbroath, Leighton McIntosh with a goal in injury time. Hard place to go. Really is. Airdrie were going so well, getting a lot of credit for the football they're playing. I'm just trying to look to see where they are in the division, sitting there in fifth. Seven minutes added at Fur Park between Motherwell and St Mirren, so plenty of time oh, for yeah. Stuart Kettlewell's side to try and push for that equaliser. Well, they, they got a late winner, didn't they? A couple of weeks ago, very late winner for Harry Park. Payton. Yep. Yep. So, still hope there for your side, does right? Aye. So, who did Shields play for? I played with uh, Pat Alain and him at Kilmarnock. Uh huh. Played uh, obviously in Northern Ireland with his dad. Every level knew that Martin Cannon. So, we have to play with Martin Cannon. Um, he played. <laughs> okay. Didn't exactly. play. He didn't play Hamilton. I got it with Pat Alaini ah, right, okay. And I knew that he'd been nominated. It just seems an awful hard one for you to pluck No no I knew he'd been nominated for player of the year That's why I put it all together And it's, it's quite bold for a guy that's just been rumbled For yeah. using someone yeah. else's information to Andrew, claim that I didn't get a it. chance to tell that story this in full at the, other <laughs> at the Cash for Kids This is a lie Hugh listen to this The Cash for Kids golf yeah. day There's yeah. a quiz after it Hosted by Cat Harvey mm-hmm. So she asks the second question in what is the alternative name for the San Siro? Now, myself, Daz, and the the boss at Arnold Clark, Eddie Hawthorne's in a team. Oh, and working Ferrin. And we don't know. None of us know. Don't know, know. So we move on and we just mark beside the answer San Siro because we know we've got to come back. Now see him picking up his phone and just <laughs> uh, and, Do you know what's and five like? five questions later he goes, Is it is it and he starts speaking in this kind of <laughs> Italian broken Italian and I said to him I'd love to hear you produce Giuseppe uh, Miazza as well aye I says I do not know what you're saying I had to hand him the paper and he spelled it <laughs> spot on almost like he'd read the phone no I did not and got, there was a few spelling ju- ju- mistakes just to clarify this was a, a charity it event was a charity that this event. was happening at yeah. oh, right, okay. a charity event that we lost out with uh, the answer that Gordon Duncan could oh, you for 45 minutes could hula hoop for 45 minutes I did see this on the show the other night. I, 45 I, I, I cannot believe that no yeah that was that was the question Reese's how no, do you discover you can do that 
Well, you put a load on yourself, <laughs> put a clock on and away have, you have you, go. Have you ever done it? Have you ever tried it? Oh, I've... Um, no, no. Hour loop. no. <laughs> I've never, never had 45 minutes. That's plenty. Where is, where is the late action coming from? Action being the wrong word in these games. Hamilton actually have a very late goal against Alawa. Joe McGlynn scoring in the 93rd minute to surely give them all three points. Um... Four minutes added at Tynecastle. There were four minutes. There's also going to be one of these at Celtic Park. VAR Review with M&D Green Pharmacy. A possible handball by Beck, but it's play on. It's not given. Celtic remain 3-0 up against Dundee. There were four minutes added. We are quite deep into those. Seven minutes it was added at Fur Park as well between Motherwell and St Mirren that was a few minutes ago so we aren't far away from those full time whistles at all so we'll have a very if everything stays the same we'll have a very odd looking premiership table Celtic first on 13 with Motherwell overtaken by St Mirren who'd be on 11 Motherwell on 10 and Rangers would actually be in 4th so early days strange looking table could well be a chance for a late Winner Rangers would be in fourth at the moment, as I've yeah, said. Yep. Yeah, fourth St. Mirren up to second. The five minutes added at Rugby Park as well. Ah, right. So uh, we'll get late drama somewhere, surely. For Park or Rugby Park, one or other. What are you going for, Mark? Uh, I'll go for Park. By the way, after a slow start this afternoon, it's actually kicked into life. Yeah. Not too bad. Plenty of goals yeah. everywhere. It's been a good afternoon. After and that uh, drab stuff uh, we watched earlier Again from the Celtic and Rangers supporters It would be interesting to get the eyewitness account We can talk about it But what does it look like to the Celtic and Rangers fans? Yeah of course we will have the open line After the full time whistles 01419511025 Get your calls in now if you want And we can line you up for the final hour of the show We want to hear what you made of your team's performance What did think where you see promising signs from your side are there anything that, that worry you at all of course there could be some late drama as well maybe you want to think about the games with your European head in mind as well with some big games coming up during the week 0141 I think a cheer around mm. Celtic Park there as Kyogo was given the sponsors man of the match well uh you're right in what you say Andrew that everything now has to be seen in the context of Europe Rangers have uh, survived their struggle uh, at Perth and well, now you, you're I'm, I'm just talking <laughs> talk over them I'm talking about falling bottles and everyone having a conversation I'll tell you what we'll go to Celtic Park it's full time Roger Hanna it is full time indeed Andrew Celtic 3 Dundee nil. Celtic moved 2 points clear at the top of the Premiership table tonight a stunning second half display the ideal for the start of the Champions League group campaign on Tuesday night. Kyogo scored after a first half injury scale. There were three Celtic debutants, Nat Phillips, Luis Palma, and Ronaldo pitch at different times. Celtic also struck the woodwork three times as they brushed aside newly promoted. De- and it's a good day the office for Brendan Rodgers this afternoon. They could have taken an early lead times in Maida, denied by a smart save by Trevor Carson in the opening exchanges. Kyogo then running down the tunnel to spark an injury scale just three days before that trip to the Netherlands. He was off for a matter of minutes, I suspected, 
recurrence of that shoulder injury but he did come back and he came back to devastating effect just moments after his return Yang Hyungjun had the post from distance that was as close as Celtic had come by that stage they did have the ball in the net when Midas Chris Finney flew past Carson the home fans thought it was 1-0 but it was a flag up the goal disallowed after a VAR check by Stephen Kirkland the Celtic change at half time not Kyogo it was Nat Phillips going off to be replaced by Gustav Lagerbielka and it took Celtic just six minutes of the second half to take the lead David Turnbull it was fouled on the edge of the box the referee Grant Irvin initially gave a free kick right on the edge of the box but a VAR check for Stephen Kirkland it ruled the foul was inside it was a penalty Turnbull smashing it past Carson for his third of the season indeed they had a chance to equalise but Luke McCown fired wide when he should have hit the target and after that it was all Celtic on came Rio Hatati and Palmer and they added a second goal in 63 minutes a lovely dink ball and a flashing header by Kyogo past Carson for his fourth of the season Alistair Johnson he hit the bar as Celtic really turned the screw and the third goal came in 67 minutes Kyogo this time the creator for Matt O'Reilly to steer a low finish across Carson and inside the far post Kyogo standing ovation with O coming on O'Reilly was then given a rest ahead of final with Bernardo coming on for his debut Johnson up from right back struck the woodwork for the second time near the end this time the far post with a shot it was all Celtic they're two points clear they're ready for the Champions League Celtic 3 Dundee 0 Full time at Tynecastle, Dave Galloway. Full time hearts to Aberdeen nil. Aberdeen started pretty brightly. James McGarry's shot was smartly parried by Xander Clark, but hearts soon found their feet and took a 14th minute lead. Liam Boyce found Yutaro Oda in too much space on the right, and he lashed him with the aid of a slight deflection. The Dons went close through James McGarry's powerful effort with Xander Clark turned round the post but the Jam Tarts passed up a good chance to double their advantage when Alan Forrest just on for the injured Utara Oda was picked out at the back post by Stephen Kingsley's cross however he couldn't get nearly enough on the header. Boyan Majowski fizzed the drive wide soon after the restart for Aberdeen but Hearts quickly took control Kenneth Vargas rattled the post with a rasping long range pile driver Lawrence Shanklin's shot from distance flew just wide of the target but they deservedly went 2-0 up after 64 minutes Caelan Niemenhoff's ball into the danger zone Kellerus parried it and up popped Liam Boyce to stab in from close range a lovely passing move almost carved out a third goal Cammy Devlin's powerful drive warmed the palms of Kellerus who had to turn the ball behind Hearts back to winning ways then but for Aberdeen the wait for a league victory goes on and they are joint bottom after six games it's Hearts 2 Aberdeen 0 it's all over at Fur Park as well Fraser Wisher it is Motherwell nil, Sipler in one, Sipler fans to my right, still in the stadium. They're absolutely delighted with this result. I think the lesson for Motherwell, though, is you must score when you're in top because they had most of the game, apart from a 20-minute spell at the beginning of the second half, when Sipler scored through Scott Tanzer, the unlikely scorer of the winning goal on 55 minutes. It was the first half, a few efforts on goal. Motherwell, much the better. Team Blair Spittle, the main danger. He tested Hemming. A couple of 25-yard efforts, one from a free kick, but both well struck but both unfortunately for him straight at the Sittman goalkeeper Spittle then saw his left foot shot heading goalwards at brilliantly blocked by Marcus Fraser but nothing to report from Sittman they were really poor in the first half couple of changes at the break which is no surprise Taylor and Boyd once off and Bacchus and Dunn on in the second half a much better game of football 
and St Myrna were much better as well. 55 minutes Saints took that lead. Ryan Strain on the right hand side, the right wing back, a lovely deep cross to the back post over the head of Stephen O'Donnell and his other wing back Scott Tanzer who came into left foot volley the ball passed the goalkeeper from 8 yards low into the net after a VAR check the goal was given Mikael Mandron could have got them 2 up the seconds later crossed the back post again by Strain good header by the striker well saved by the legs of Kelly at his post as Simon threatened but after that it was all Motherwell the first response to that goal came in 65 minutes slattery long range free kick pushed away by the diving Hemmings then Mugabe shot was blocked by Tanzer and it just went out for a corner and from that corner a real scramble in front of the Saints goal and the ball was gleefully grabbed by Hemmings Stuart Kettlewell then threw on new signs Ollie Shaw and George Gent and within seconds Shaw had a good chance he didn't catch the ball well when he had a free shot inside the penalty box comfy save by the goalkeeper Shaw then gets head to a Gent cross and again it was straight at Hemming and then the closest mother came to equalising on the 90th minute Gent again involved corner he took on the right hand side was cleared back to him and he curled a brilliant shot over the goalkeeper but it hit the bar and was cleared by St Mun and that was it Saints excellent start to the season continues unbeaten in five league games so far and sitting nicely in second place in the table but a sore one for Motherwell though they played pretty well full time at Fir Park Motherwell nil St Mun won and Nick Montgomery's first game in charge of Hibs is all over at Rugby Park Michelle Evans yeah it has finished here Kilmarnock to Hibs too so it's honours even but it's definitely been a tale of differing fortunes for both sides. Not a great start for Nick Montgomery, his side throwing away a two-goal lead. Kilmarnock, however, they fought back from being two goals down to earn a point here. Leading through Lewis, Mills, uh, Millis, Lewis Miller, even first half strike, Hibbs started on the front foot again, although they had lost Christian Doidge at half-time with Adam LaFondre replacing him. It was, however, Kelly who came closest to scoring first in the 54th minute, set-piece specialists, Matty Kennedy and Danny Armstrong linking up again with Armstrong firing wide from their free kick. They were left ruining that opportunity miss when five minutes later Dylan Venti doubled the visitors' lead. However, just when the Hibs fans thought they were home and dry, Kelly went straight up the park from the kickoff with skipper Kyle Vassell firing home a loose ball in the box. Suddenly, Kilmarnock looked really, really dangerous and Kennedy went close again, testing Marshall at full stretch. A former Scotland number one um, had to be alert then to save from Armstrong after a good through ball from Marley Watkins. You could sense the goal was coming for the home side, however, and come it did in the 80th minute, Joe Wright heading home from Armstrong's in-swinging corner. It now looked like there would only be one winner in this game if there was going to be another goal um, as the clock ticked down, but there were um, no more goals forthcoming. So it was definitely a game of two halves. Hibs looked far better in the first half with Kilmarnock coming out after the break and really taking the game by the scruff of the neck. So I think there's a little bit of thinking for Nick Montgomery to do, go back to the training pitch this week and work a little bit more with his players. But it has finished here, a point apiece. It's Kilmarnock 2, Hibs 2. Still a few minutes to go between Ross County and Livingston as well. It's one all in that match, but now it's over to you. We want to hear what you made of your team's performance. Were you happy with what you saw? Were you maybe a bit worried about some things? A good win for St Mirren away at Motherwell. Hibs fans, maybe you want to talk about Nick Montgomery's first game. Of course, Rangers fans, that win against St Johnston earlier on. What did you take away from it? Celtic fans, a 3-0 win against Dundee. 0141 951 1025 and you can be up next.